Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. All right. It was in the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other side. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Figured it out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Yes. It's a me, a man's a Garcia. (laughs) Go cojones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say, well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man. Good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday, a hot one in eastern North Carolina. You are tuned in to Pirate Radio Live on 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show, be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Like and subscribe on Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. And uh, chime in with what you'd like to discuss on this Thursday. we got guests to get to, a lot of topics to hit. And you can be a part of all that. Also on Facebook, follow Pirate Radio for all the latest news and notes going on in the Pirate Nation and beyond. And we'll uh, read your comments there as well. Coming up on the program, we'll talk some pirate basketball with Cy Seymour. Coming up at 4 o'clock, he will tell us just how good this number one Houston Cougars team is headed to Menji's Coliseum. We'll talk pirate hoops and more with Cy Seymour coming up in about an hour or so. Also in hour number two, we'll have our flight by Yingling ECU practice report. Hear what Mike Schwartz had to say ahead of ECU Houston coming up on Saturday night. Brandon Manning, former Pirate, will join us coming up in hour number three of today's show to talk Pirate baseball and get you ready for the weekend series. East Carolina taking on North Carolina and the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. We'll talk some college hoops with us. We'll ask him about the Houston Cougars. I'll ask him about NC State's chances to make a run in the tournament this year. What teams does he like? Kind of off the radar to make a run in the NCAA tournament this year. We'll talk about all that and tonight's games coming up with the big man on campus, Jeff do in hour number three. Also, uh, Shirley Rhodes has been away dealing with a family matter. She just rolled in a few minutes ago to produce this program, which we are thankful for. And Shirley, it's good to see you. Um, I knew you would not have time to put together a Name That Sound game today. You are correct. So what I did, we're going to do like All-Star Weekend. Like, uh, you know, NBA, NHL does an All-Star game. And uh, congratulations, Chandler. You made the All-Star game this year. (laughs) (laughs) Chandler Honeycutt will be participating against Shirley Rhodes, the host of the show. Oh, this should be fun. I've put together five sounds, just five, and we'll do a little speed round coming up in hour number two so we got that coming up so get ready for that to my left troy d is here fresh off of trying to become a big country music star in nashville hey troy hey clip good to see you on this nice summer day here in greenville shorts and, and t-shirts and i am loving sleevelesses are out gotta tell you two days back to back like this i'd be lying if i don't say i'm getting a little beach fever man we talked to mike uh, from chico's briefly yesterday chandler he said that today um was uh, slated to be the hottest February 23rd ever in, in history. Eastern, is I've that right? That, I have yeah. heard that from a couple of different places. Wow. We are living history uh, today, awesome. folks. I love it. And yeah. if this is how February is going to be, then sign me up for loving February now. Yeah. 
Uh, it is uh, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I just outside. don't want any twenty degree days in July. Yeah, let's uh, let's well, keep just... the summer you know where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I still think um, I was thinking about this yesterday, Troy. Have I worn my last hoodie for the year or for the last? No, no. I think it'll still be hoodie weather before it's said and done. Right, because you can wear a hoodie like 50, 60 degrees still at night and stuff. Okay, it's a little windy. I, I don't think don't put the hoodies up just yet. I agree. I think you at have not some worn point. your last hoodie, and then I'll, you eventually you can transition to the thin. I call them the thin hoodies. They're the stretchy material, mm-hmm. like the Under Armour material hoodie. Mm-hmm. That will be the next move as we head into spring. All right, but don't keep, put those hoodies away just keep yet. The, keep the bulky ones out. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Still trying to recover from uh, Nashville, as you mentioned. Well, Does my voice sound better? A uh, little froggy yeah. with the Vegas flu or whatever. It, I, called it, I called it the Na- I did have a case of the Nashville flu. Nashville on the way hot back. flu. Yeah. I'll. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. But what a weekend. I want to start today's show with what went down last night in Menchie's Coliseum. How about 20 wins? For your ECU women's basketball team, yeah, uh, Chandler and I were at the game. We left early to head over to AJ's for sports trivia. All we missed, Chandler, was an ECU comeback and three overtimes. We basically missed a whole nother game. Pretty much. What you should have done is not come to that part and just come to the end. We should have started, done trivia early, yeah. and then just gone to see the three overtimes. Yeah, you did it the wrong way. Three OTs, and the Pirates win it last night over Houston to take over second place in the AAC. I mean, this is uh, this is fantastic what they've been able to do this year. 88-83, the final score. Yet another fourth quarter rally, which is what they do. We talked about it with Kim McNeil two days ago. She'd love to have a lead going into the fourth, but that's just not in the cards for this team. They like to do their damage late, Shirley. Yeah, and uh, I actually was uh, able to watch the game, and I was sitting there because I had forgotten it. It was on the same night as Trivia Night. So I was thinking to myself, man, Chandler and and Clip are watching in person one of the greatest games. Not exactly. You know, um, but uh, I was super excited, and you're right, because at one point – Houston managed to uh, tie the game. Then they took like a a small lead. It was like they were up one, down one. But whenever East Carolina needed something, they stiffened up that defense, forced a turnover, and that quickly turned into a an easy bucket for most likely Danae McNeil. But uh, it was just a lot of fun to watch. And, And could you imagine this level of success in the basketball program with the men also? No both programs at this level of success what it would be like when has east carolina ever been second finished second in the conference this is why i'm saying you have to imagine it yeah because it hasn't happened it's not reality but could it happen rather than doing that i would just like to appreciate the women for actually doing awesome but i'm saying it can't be done in minji's yes so it has been done the women are having great success yes and i think that's awesome what i'm saying is wouldn't it be awesome, too, for the men to share and also yes. turn the program around that like is, Kim McNeil has done? Yes. And you get both programs clicking on all cylinders. Yes. And you're saying you can't even imagine it. I'm saying I'm living in the real world right now where the ECU women are second place in the American. All right, Chandler, could you imagine the men being able to do this? I could, but, like, it's not happening right now. So I'm not – I don't even want to think what about it. What if they beat Houston this weekend? That's not going to change. The magic will be two games over five hundred. They'll be in eighth place. But this is a step in the right direction for them. Obviously, what do you? What's your argument here? 
I'm just saying it would be. This is the the blueprint. Yeah. Yes. What Kim McDill has done, we need to. Okay, let's let's go do that on that side of it too. Okay. Well, tell Mike Schwartz. <laughs> He's working on it. He had a press conference earlier today. <laughs> yeah. You should have mentioned that to him. Hey, buddy, you see what Kim McNeil's doing yeah. right here in this building? What are you doing? <laughs> Get with the program. <laughs> I feel that he's working on that. Yeah. That that is, you know, we got to take steps before you can run, but just saying it. Look, that, that, ECU men's basketball is building, folks. They've been building since 1932, and now it's starting to pay off. <laughs> hey, look, I'm jacked up. I did we did the would you rather yesterday. The foundation's just been on quicksand up until now. Yeah. You know. uh, we keep building and it keeps sinking at the same time so we're staying at yeah. the same level. Yeah. Um, would you rather Troy D? Win the baseball series against North Carolina or beat Houston in Wait, hoops. What a negative way to look at things, Clip. I mean, really. Why don't you, you just be, be positive. a positive pirate again? I that mean, guy. you're so negative. You want me to imagine? I'm just trying to imagine ECU Daddy men's Chip. basketball winning and you're all over me. Here you are with a negative. Which one do you, who do you want to lose? I got to find that guy's comment. That was Alan. Alan, Alan all who's actually Comer. a friend of the program, but I, I couldn't what tell program? Pirate this- Radio. He used to work for the Daily Reflector. I don't know him. Yeah, I know him. All I right. like him. I mean, he's a nice guy, I'm saying. But I couldn't tell whether he was being serious or cl- trying to clown you. You want to read it so the sure. folks explain? We'll we uh, so we you, you put that out there online. Yeah. Um, and we'll get Troy D's answer because he loves giving straightforward answers <laughs> and not wavering. Uh, would you rather ECU win the baseball series versus North Carolina or beat number one Houston and Minji's Saturday night? Alan Wooten says... Not the football coach, but a former used to work at the Reflector. You say, yeah, yeah. In the run, he said, in the running for the most disrespectful internal question ever, ever of all time. Wow! Don't disrespect me, bro. <laughs> he said, ECU athletics family treats programs like their children. Asking to pick one to lose, hashtag SMH. <laughs> SMH. Oh, he's not done with the hashtags. Hashtag be better. Hmm. hashtag be positive pirate flag emoji hashtag proud to be in the at pirate club at ecu baseball season ticks holder x2 got hash got uh ticket emoji for at ecu basketball is this alan thomas or alan (laughs) wooten so uh potentially the most disrespectful thing he's ever seen in his life hashtag alan alan is ticked <laughs> dude he is so my first mad. thought was wow he hasn't seen a lot of disrespectful things then if this is the worst he's been on the nice side of the that internet is so yeah. disrespectful. Boy, hey, is this his first day on twitter because <laughs> i've seen God. a lot of disrespectful things on twitter that far exceed <laughs> this question which creates thought and dialogue and conversation kind of what we do on sports talk which i thought was fair actually i thought it was something interesting and when i saw it it made me think so much i couldn't even post an answer because i needed a day to think about it we got troidy's head spinning i was like wow so the option is i appreciate you taking it so seriously you beat houston yeah in bat number one team in the country yeah or now here i needed some clarification on this clip and this was part of the reason too you said win the series. So is that two one or is it a sweep the series? Win the win the series. Win, so it could be two one. Could two be one. two. Okay. Could be three. Okay, that's fair. Uh, then that clarifies it for me. I if I have to pick, and I a younger Troy D would have never said this, but an older Troy D can imagine this. And even though I love beating the Tar Heels in any sport that we play them in, 
the chance to have the number one team in the nation on your home court doesn't around doesn't come around very often clip rock in fact <laughs> how about never this is a one-of-one one situation yeah it has never happened before they have played a couple times a number one team in, in the past on the road on the road never at home the opportunity to beat the number one team in the nation in a storm the court in a magic moment like that in Minji's is too much for me to pass up and i am saying take the houston win all right i uh i lean that way as well for many of the reasons you stated we are on not the sports center is really a thing that much anymore but we're on sports center more importantly in today's age we're on all over social media you're gonna see it everywhere you look number one goes down you're gonna see video of the court storm yep you're gonna we're gonna be able to play the Tar Heels again in baseball god willing we're probably never we may never play Houston again in basketball yeah so our final game with them could be this yeah i say take it also i've seen people say well you this could go a long way like the basketball win won't mean anything for postseason well by the way last year east carolina lost two of three to north carolina and hosted a super regional at clark declare for the first time ever just saying that happened just last year yeah could happen again gives you something to build on it's another building block that coach schwartz and the guys could then build on hey we're capable of doing this we beat the number one team in the country we can make this happen we just got to we got to copy and repeat copy and repeat whatever they do well last night god you had me believing we just beat houston for a second yeah you know what you should do you love fantasy land you you got to hear me and i go segment from yesterday we went over uh the conference tournament brackets the road for ecu to win it we took it a step further. What seed would ECU be in the tournament? Jeez. I looked at bracketology to see who we would match up with. Troy, we're talking about facing Jaden Gardner in Virginia in Greensboro in a three fourteen wow. matchup. You went deep in the fantasy. The other you must have had a lot of time to kill. The other three <laughs> was Mike Schwartz's old team, Tennessee oh, yeah. in Greensboro. They love these storylines. We do that fantasy segment every year with Igo. It was a lot of fun yesterday. Yeah. I think you would enjoy Those that. Those are good. Those are good matchups. Yep. Nice so. sigh. I like that. All right. Not as good as a pro, but nice. Yeah. I'm learning. All right. I'm learning my size. <laughs> You're getting there. Boy, You're Alan, getting damn close. Alan Wooten had me sighing. A lot of people, man. I, I talked about this Tuesday. He's. Uh, I gotta. I gotta. Just gotta avoid the comments because people are really getting on my nerves. Troy, we, we got it. We'll address this in a moment. Oh my God! Lane Kiffin is tweeting about the wedding I was just at. How random is that? I I, got to tell you, uh, I've been a a lot of banging parties. Let's let's get a break in, okay? But I've never. I'll just leave with this cliffhanger for people that don't know because I didn't make a big deal about it going there, Uh, and I really haven't said anything publicly about it since. Um, It's the first wedding I've ever been at. The very next day was all over People Magazine. Yeah, I would say a celebrity wedding. And it was like being in a reality TV show. It was the wildest bleep I've ever seen. All right. The whole weekend. I'll share details with you. And Lane Kiffin now tweeting about it. Yeah. Come to the sip. We'll uh, tell you all about that. We'll get Troy D's Nashville wedding trip story. And more when we return. Hour one, Pirate Radio Live on a hot Thursday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. We got a uh, we got a lot to get to on today's program, including look and listen, buddy. Cy Seymour coming up in hour number two. We'll play uh, All-Star Edition of Name That Sound. Uh, Chandler Honeycutt voted to the All-Star Game after going o and five oh and five i'm the huntley of name that <laughs> yeah i couldn't make it to the all-star game so you are filling in for me as the only other competitor yeah um and shirley Rhodes will play today i've got a few sounds we'll do that in hour two we got our flight by yingling practice report you'll hear what mike schwartz had to say uh brandon manning gonna join us to talk some pirate baseball ahead of ecu north carolina and the big man on campus jeff nadu from barstool sports talking college hoops we'll also hear what kim mcneil had to say last night so we got a lot to do but the people want to hear about troy d's trip to nashville to see a big old country celebrity wedding yeah it was fun um so a lot of folks longtime listeners to pirate radio will remember intern briley she's one of those folks we've had hundreds probably of interns come through these doors over the last 20 years clip uh some of you remember some of you probably don't there, there's probably a handful of you guys maybe remember um, <laughs> we all remember Bri- way more than you <laughs> yeah true but briley i would say the most memorable intern we've ever had i'm not saying the best i'm not saying the the hardest worker i'm saying the most memorable would you, you say that's fair yeah fair. okay um it, if you met briley she last she truly left a lasting impact here at pirate radio mm-hmm. that's not made up uh um, she was on a duet with myself for yeah. uh jeff lebo time yep. of my life she's a great singer she does have a she's wonderful a legit voice great she singer absolutely and um we remained friendly and close after she left here and briley moved on in her professional career and this is you know briley has dated some celebrities before um she's dated an nfl player before she's major league baseball baseball nascar player, nascar she is you know she she has dated some very popular probably has been a popular you know person that, that stars want to be with unfortunately i had nba as my last slot on the bingo card and Did not happened didn't get bingo uh, country music star though yep. has now been filled and she met marcus king who uh, i did not know until she met him who he was but uh, he is in the world of country music um in his genre of country music which he doesn't like to be typecast in anything other than country but it's it's not bro country it's not you know um necessarily pop hit country although he is very successful and very popular and um it's almost like a blues type country that that he does mike p asking will troy be done with this story before hour three of pirate radio live <laughs> to be determined not with interruptions like this mike <laughs> you're not helping mike yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so that's whose wedding it was so she married marcus king i'm trying to give some background mike for people that haven't followed the story and don't know everything like you do all right sorry let's talk about what you packed in your suitcase so I, 
How was the so, drive to the airport? It was fine. <laughs> I had a lovely experience flying out of Pitt Greenville, by the way. All right. It was fantastic. Everything ran on time. It was very nice. Um, so for it was a two-day event. The, I went a day early you know, to take in Nashville because if I'm going out there, I might as well enjoy ourselves on Broadway and everything else. And um, the, the Saturday night was the what you would refer to as a rehearsal dinner party. And they had rented out a facility, a very nice facility in downtown Nashville. And <laughs> the first thing I noticed was the stage had this huge like ring on it, like this inflatable ring. I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I, once I got up, I saw, oh, there's a mechanical bull in here. And that was part of the party that, hey, you want to come ride a mechanical bull? Go, go crazy. Did was, you participate? Heck no, I wasn't going to do that clip rock. There was no way I was going to, I could see myself injuring myself, making an ass out of myself. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not riding a mechanical bull. All right. Well, five vodka Red Bulls later and some uh, peer pressure, Troy D was on the mechanical bull. Oh board. my. <laughs> and I guess you did not see my Facebook post where I, I put the video it. and picture out there. How I long did it last, Chandler? Uh, literally two seconds. No, that is BS. Unbelievable. It was four seconds. It was time. Joe asked you got a picture of it. There was a clock they kept the first time. And I will say this. It was very It was quick. a lot harder than it looked. And someone's like, why did you jump off so soon? I said, I didn't jump off. The damn thing threw me off. And I wasn't, one, I wasn't in my clearest mind at the time. And two, it is extremely difficult. And I have a new respect for bull riders because it was hard just riding this mechanical thing. Well, that's the great thing about riding a bull as opposed to a vehicle. You can ride that with a, you know, BAC over 0.08. You can be 0.24 and ride a bull. <laughs> anyway, carry not on. Encouraging yeah. that. Um, so it was fun. It was it was a wild part. You're not encouraging getting drunk and riding a mechanical bull? Did I just offend somebody? Is Alan Wooten going to cancel me again? It's the most offensive thing he's heard all day. Hashtag. Breaking news, I'm actually Alan Wooten. <laughs> Hashtag, that's bull. Hashtag. That is probably the most disrespectful thing you've ever said. Carry on, Troy. Uh, so anyway, so that was, it was a great party. Uh, our friend Carter Cruz was there, who is actually sorority sisters with Briley. For Remember? folks that don't know, who is Carter Cruz? Carter Cruz uh, used to be in the entertainment business and is now a DJ. For adults or kids? Uh, adults. <laughs> say definitely adults. She did not do kids parties. Yeah. And she was cool. I, saw, I, I talked just to her for a while. Clarify. We've had her on this program. I mean, we've talked You've to her You've interviewed before. her I've when interviewed she her was... Multiple uh, times. Yeah. We're friends. And, uh, and she said... Uh, it's like, look, this is this is a lot of fun. Look, you like my cowboy hat? Looks pretty sweet. All right, I'm going to see when it, when it starts going. Two. Three. Four. Yeah, so I'll give four you four. Seconds. Yeah, that was yeah. accurate. I, I, went, I got, and it's not how long you ride the bullets if you get back on it. And I got back on it. Clip the next time was six seconds. Wait so I figured I, if I kept improving two seconds every time, yeah, I'd, I'd really have something to show for it. But as I said, no experience, never done it, had no idea what to expect. So it was uh, that was something I've never done before. Number one, um, Oh, so yeah, Carter was saying, you know, she don't get invited to many weddings sometimes, as you can imagine, you know. People have stigmas and different things. So she was having a great time. The wives don't like yeah. uh, <laughs> a little jealousy sometimes. Um, but then came the wedding night the next night. And we were all hurting because it was a, such a fun night the night before. I was afraid some people wouldn't make the wedding night. Hurting. Oh, you yeah. said hurting. Hurting. Like bulls. Like hurting. hurting. We were yeah. like hurting, like hungover. Um, the wedding was in the center of downtown Nashville, right off Broadway. They rented out this beautiful symphony place. I mean, I can't imagine. First of all, look, you know me. I like nice things, but I can't imagine what this place costs just to rent out. 
forget the party just to rent the place out it was had to be a you know, mind-blowing number so they have this whole place let me look up marcus king net worth real quick the um i mean honestly this, this wedding probably they must have spent a million dollars on on this wedding it wouldn't surprise me and okay. what, is, what is this net worth uh estimated 1.5 million okay maybe earned. it was a half million but yeah anyway so officiating the wedding is jamie johnson who is in i believe the country music hall of fame uh you should have seen it in color what's that you should have seen it in color that's the song i don't know that's i don't know if he, that's his original song but he sings it and is known for this guy song. uh with the beard yeah mm-hmm. okay. so he, he officiated the wedding he was extremely hilarious the most entertaining like service i've ever been to and it was quick i swear it was like 10 15 minutes in and out it was fast um extremely now funny. that's awesome yes that's a sign of a good wedding to me that service awesome. is fast they didn't yeah. drag it out for an hour i've been to some that have taken out you know this was uh, honest to god it was 15 minutes tops um <laughs> then they moved to the pre-party like while they're setting up or taking pictures there's bars all over the place we're just talking to everybody um i bump into a guy i look at him it's zach brown from the zach brown band mm-hmm and now, maybe you don't know the Zach Brown Band. Some people, that's a superstar. I have heard of the Zach Brown Band. Great, great artist. Give me a song, Chandler. You know, I like my chicken fried. That's that one. Yeah. Cold beer huge on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huge. Knee deep. With, Knee deep uh, in the water somewhere. Yep. So, Jimmy Buffett. Thought Zach Brown was there with his wife. Um, super nice guy. And we go into the venue. The venue is just absolutely amazing. And once again, you see the pictures clip that I posted online. But, um, we get there you know bars all over the place uh another thing i've never seen before at a wedding they introduce the couple usually the dj plays a song that they want like when i got married originally i had purple haze that we came out to um when briley they were getting ready to come out come down the stairs it was a very dramatic staircase all of a sudden a marching band shows up (laughs) and a marching band starts playing and then they introduce Brawley and marcus it's mr and mrs king i think i did <laughs> i have now never... pronounced you mr and mrs <laughs> so I, marcus king i've seen a lot of stuff i have never i've never seen a be- marching band at a wedding was it like a like it, high school band. I was like, it was a high school band it was it was here i'm gonna play it for you pull it down shirley i'm gonna see if i can get this audio to work <laughs> so how many you think how many were in the band for this oh wow okay they had uh they even had the uniforms on the oh wow i gotta say that's actually a great idea and they played a couple songs um it was incredible like call D.H. Conley and be like, hey, how much uh, to rent your band? And I'm not us? sure if that was Marcus's high school, but I know he gave them a great gifting company. Oh, sure. Gr- gratuity for that. They and, added an you know, addition it, to the gym or something. Yeah. So it's now King Gymnasium or something. Yeah. And when he makes it top of the charts, those band members can be like, uh, I played at that guy's wedding. You know? yeah, yeah. So the other thing I saw was like next to one of the bars, it had this 
one of this grass display you know there's fake grass sometimes like you can take pictures in front of and it had a neon sign that said tattoo over i'm like why they call this bar tattoo bar that's weird and then like after dinner i see people starting to line up and the i i bleep you not the first guy in line is pirate radio listener ups joe legendary caller ups joe is briley's uncle who was at the wedding also uh, we used to play uh like as a return he, his line all the time i did not know that he was related to yes Briley. oh yeah so he is How uncle joe that? uncle joe to briley we're not the north carolina tar heels and we're not the nc state wolf pack we're the east carolina pirates and we're damn proud of it yes uncle joe is first at line at what i then realized was a tattoo bar at the wedding and anyone that wanted that what one I think it is? could get a free tattoo. And oh, I'm not talking about I'm tattoos. I'm talking about real laser in your skin, Shirley Rhodes, real tattoos. It was unbelievable. And they had 50 people, I think, lined up to get tattoos. So they just have like one artist? They had one artist yeah. and one assistant. That's so smart, too, because they so had, many people are drinking. They're like, they hey, had, let's get a tattoo. They had a sheet of what you could choose from. So it wasn't like, hey, I want oh. you know a full color. It was a sheet of like probably a hundred different symbols. and th- Or you could do your own as long as it, they were like one or two colors was the most. Because there were so many people that wanted it, they couldn't go full crazy. But there were a lot of options. And, you know, because Joe's was customized. His wasn't on the board. But I don't think you could go but so crazy with the colors. All so right. did you get one? Well, let's see your lower back. Well, you get? <laughs> <laughs> Just like the riding of the bull, I started the night saying, hell no. I'm never getting one of these. Yeah. A few glasses of wine. Uh-huh. I definitely decided I'm not getting uh, a dolphin over my ankle. I thought you were going to get the peach bowl <laughs> ring or something. I, I got to tell you, I was going to say. There was a moment after I saw Joe get it, and he wasn't crying and in too much pain. I was like, this would be an epic story if I ended up with a tattoo after this wedding. Yeah. Yeah, because the last time but, you got anywhere near a tattoo needle, you turned pale white and nearly passed out. And I was afraid as much alcohol as I've had that weekend, what could happen. My blood was probably, the stream was already a little too thin. I was like, I was a little worried. You end up with a face tattoo, like the hangover. <laughs> Mike Tyson was there. I mean, I about, well, I don't want to say passed out I about took a nap or later in the evening they had some cat like they had lounge couches available like out the dance floor like it looked like something p diddy would have and they were very comfortable i mean it was a tattoo th- bar a ta- i've never seen a tattoo bar what a, i mean what a cool idea people loved it there especially in nashville um never seen a marching band it was a full great dinner like we had steak dinner sit down dinner uh it was close it was close to 500 people there clip wow um and it you know and then a great band party all night i mean it went till after midnight it, it was wild i mean it was, it was a lot of fun then they handed out trucker hats with all funny sayings as party favors you know awesome it was, it was pretty cool any other celebs is that about it uh you know i mean marcus king is well, for a lot of people is a celeb uh he it, it was the people magazine was there putting pictures of him in the wedding the next day uh, but I think and there, I think there were some other country stars there. Right. But I might, you know, once you're there and you see people out of context, you may not know exactly. Who, you, you know, need to wear name tags. Yeah, some of them I wouldn't know their faces, but I might know their name. Zach Brown, I knew his face, but um, it's possible there were other. I think there were some other bands there and stuff too. All right, uh, Kenny says y'all should do that at the Pirate Radio Tailgate Zone this season. A tattoo Have bar, a tattoo artist. Well, we, what we should do is skull and crossbones only. 
that'd be yeah. kind of cool here are your options yeah. boom pirate radio logo yeah. that's all we got yeah mike p says marcus king rocks much more blues than country that's what i said i said he's in the country blues category yeah so there you go Troy um, D's i'm actually wedding. looking for the article on people uh mike asked what i, I had beef marcus uh mike beef for dinner. it's what's for dinner yes uh gonna read his other comment there which one can't wait to go directly to the houston game in minji's <laughs> after troy's story is over i think we're about done i mean are we done yeah that's it that's it okay yeah. so I, I you know met a couple new celebrities that i haven't uh talked to before touched some new guys it was good uh kenny curlins how was legends troy it was good stop by there legends is one of my favorite spots in nashville i like that bar a lot for those of us that don't know what is legends, legends is a, a legendary bar and honky tonk there honky right on the tonk. corner it's probably at the hot corner in uh in broadway right downtown nashville it's just it is what it is it's it's legendary but the place is called legends a lot of fun and then i, I spent a lot of time up at the top the fifth floor of blake shelton's bar called old red i like it was very ch- most people don't want to go to the very top because you it's mostly stairs so by the time you get to the third floor most people are cashed out you're not most people i'm not most people yeah. i took it to the top and i was i was rewarded there was acoustic duo surely you would have loved and um i i tipped them and they played purple rain they had never played that before acoustic i recorded some of it i should play it for y'all during the break it was amazing she goes this is gonna be a little bit different i've never tried this before and uh-huh. she was incredible with it and the crowd by the way crowd loved it huge feedback from them playing purple rain and i bet you it's part of their repertoire now I just love that you were bragging about how you walked five flights of stairs while the average person couldn't do it. I got to be honest, a little winded by the time I got on the top clip. <laughs> you said most people don't do it because they can't it's handle true. it. It's true. Most I people can. aren't looking to climb five flights of stairs to go get a beer. <laughs> you went the it extra mile. It was the mile. smallest crowd of all the That's why I liked it. It was the smallest group of people up there. Troy added to his best friends list, move over Jamie Presley, says Steve Hill. I can tell you what he had for dinner. Who's that? Marcus King? Yeah. Well, the, Troy D? Yes. It uh, was a, a dinner that was catered that included winter pear salad. It did. That was mm. very good, by the way. Jack, pear? Pear. Yeah. There's all the pears. Right. We found the pears. We found the pears. The uh, Jack Daniels barrel smoked short ribs. Yeah, that's what mm. I had. That was really good. Which uh, I would... <laughs> I'd be down to mm. and I gotta be that. honest. I'm not a short rib guy, oh, but God. boy, they were delicious. I did eat them. Sage crusted chicken. I didn't see anyone nah. with the chicken. And I saw, pa- I saw now this one's fish. interesting: a pistachio halibut. and orange pan roasted halibut. Hmm. Yeah. So those were your three options. Those were your three options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think you made the right the call. short rib, and there was no fat on it. It was all like just lean, soft. Like you could, it, you didn't have to use a knife. It just the, the the meat just melted right now are you now. comfortable with a national publication like covering you like being in this celebrity spotlight you got people talking about your meal no big deal you're okay with it i mean all the years of being here clip you kind of get used to it now troy <laughs> you'd say you're not a dessert guy but i do have the dessert list <laughs> i did i did can't wait to hear what he had for dessert i did pie pops yeah they were all it was like a lollipop but it was a uh, apple pie on it wow okay key yeah. lime bites on edible graham cracker spoons um i missed that one sounds pretty long. Jack, i saw the bread pudding i think is what i had yes jack daniels whiskey bread pudding that's what i had i would have gone key lime if i saw it I and clip you and i would have liked this one a tater tot station 
Yeah, they did have that at the Why'd end. Why'd you leave me out? I love tater tots. Get oh, out I'm of sorry. here. Chandler. Tater so what is that? Like, I, a, like I a think that's a throwback. I think that's kind of Briley loves Sup Dogs tater tots. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was kind of a throwback for her. Ooh. You know, one of her treats. I like that idea. So it was kind of cool. And the um, trucker hats were from a Texas-based company called Uncle Becca's Inappropriate Trucker Hats. Yeah, they were all funny sayings. Did was, you get one? Absolutely. What's your sign? Not you okay. That's what it says? It says not okay. Huh. Yeah. Does it Accurate. mean you're not okay? Or does it mean I'm not okay? Maybe it's both. A <laughs> little bit of both. Yeah. Mike P says, why didn't you lead with the tater tot station, Troy? I'm with you. <laughs> I, well, I... <laughs> I forgot about it, but now that you mentioned it, I guess that was in the People magazine article. Um, it was cool. By then, I was so full, Shirley, I didn't have any. Speak, I was stuffed. Speaking of which, Kenny says, did People magazine ask you for an interview? Uh, I did not. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't want to overshadow their moment clip. Yeah. I was trying to be You're respectful. You're not a big spotlight I was guy. happy to be a guest, and it was nice just to show up and not have to be the center of attention. All right. Awesome. Hey, good recap. It was fun, man. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, I've never been anything like it. It was wild. I tell you what, the next wedding you get invited to, that guy or gal, like they got a tough act to follow. Yeah, and, and look, money's not everything, but it's just it's the thought that went into all the stuff that I thought was really unique. And I didn't even talk about like the flowers, the arrangements, the way the tables were, the candles, the lighting. The, I mean, it, it was you know just what it takes to amazing. Get those thoughts, all that stuff, put those thoughts into fruition. Money it does <laughs> I, could, you I, could, I could think about that all day and it wouldn't happen yeah but i mean uh, I'm, but it's the stuff you don't think about like just, they might have had a hundred grand just in flowers honestly they were that fabulous and usually i don't even notice that stuff it was unbelievable uh by the way we have a question from uh LRB. he says what gift did you give yourself uh <laughs> for the I, wedding cowboy well, hat <laughs> actually you know what i don't know i I like that cowboy hat so much. That was actually Briley's brother's hat that I borrowed, and it felt it fits so good. The next day we were on Broadway, I started trying on. I almost bought a cowboy hat because I said this could be my new thing. Like I could be Cowboy Troy. Like this could be like they already have a cowboy. Troy. I know, but I could be a local Cowboy Troy. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, I really like the fit of this hat. It feels great. It, you know, it's full coverage in the summertime. You know, I, I was like, this could be my thing here. I should have been a cowboy. Tried one on Clip Rock. I was like, this kind of feels nice. And then, and then something changed my mind. Price? $525. God almighty. The hat that I was trying on. Oh, for that price, I better do my dishes. So I did. I passed on the cowboy hat. I my said, you know what? word. I think I'm going to stick to some pirate radio baseball lids are just fine with me. 500 bones yeah. for a cowboy hat. And you can go up from there. All right. You find cheaper ones, but the ones I like, they were the high dollar ones. Troy D is going to be on season five of Yellowstone. But then I thought about, man, some boots. Like I had, I was like, maybe I could go with some boots and cowboy hat right here. If I lived in Nashville, I would have it. I feel like I'd be too out of place and a poser wearing that stuff here. (laughs) But if I lived there and I could wear it all the time and just blend in, because everybody's got one out there and nobody thinks twice. Yeah. They're all like. Uh, private school rich kid cowboys that don't know what cowboying even is so you would fit right in yeah so if i lived in nashville or let's say fort worth i'd have one all right we got to take a break yeah cowboy troy i got some major league baseball news uh by the way spring training starting tomorrow with rangers royals at 305 mariners mariners padres at 310 
And then Saturday, my Washington Nationals will be taking the field. And I just saw that the starting pitcher for game one of spring training will be Whiteville native and former East Carolina commit Mackenzie Gore. Gore. All right. Kenny Curling's asking, uh, can't wait for next week's story about Stanford Steve. Funny he mentions that. Stanford. I'm scheduled to meet Stanford Steve this weekend. So I hope to have a good story for you next week. When are you meeting him? This weekend. When he comes to Greenville. Tomorrow? I don't want to really give details right now, but I am scheduled to meet him this weekend. All right. Let's why, take a why, break. Why does it matter? Because we would have been awesome. We, we, we have a Pirate Radio and Pirate Radio Live Friday. It'd be cool to have him on Pirate Radio. Oh, oh I, I will effort that if he's here in time. Thank you. Yes, abs- of course, Clip. I'm sorry. I didn't know that's where you're headed, but 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a break. Come back. More to go at PRL after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show welcome back uh university pc care has been pirate nation's go-to it expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs let university pc care take care of it so you can take care of business Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, talking some ECU men's hoops with Cy Seymour coming up in about 15 minutes. We got named that sound. We got our flight by Yingling ECU practice report. Brandon Manning talking Pirate baseball. Jeff Nadeau talking college hoops. And we'll hear what Kim McNeil had to say after uh, an emotional victory last night in Minji's over the Houston Cougars. So, Got all that coming up, recapping uh, Troy D's trip to Nashville, where he was hanging out with the big wigs of country music and life. Yeah. Good folks, though. You know, country, they always say, uh, you know, the country music singers are most real you know, as far as, you know, they don't let the celebrity get to them like some of these Hollywood actors and stuff. I'd say that's fair. Hmm. Tell me more about the ex- extravagant wedding that you just went to. <laughs> yeah, but like Marcus King was a, is genuinely like a nice guy like he's not i've seen a lot of comments a showboat he, he's saying i mean that same briley's the showboat <laughs> you know she's the um it's look briley's got a great voice i could see her you know one day hitting it big too this is like a johnny cash uh was it june carter uh situation here could be, but uh marcus king is, is a very nice down to earth very nice guy that just seems very laid back and um I guess kind of evens her out a little bit. All right. Should we get him on Pirate Radio before he makes it too big? Uh, no, we can wait. He needs to be, he could be like a, uh, our, a guest picker on the pregame show like they do uh, yeah. with College Game Day. Yeah. Well, and I think National too, recording artist, Marcus King. Yeah. And maybe we can get him, you know, when they're in town one day or something. Yeah. You know. When he, he goes uh, to the beach quite often. Comes to old K-Town. Well, it's more Atlantic <laughs> Beach, but... <laughs> There you go, and and we we mentioned it. So Lane Kiffin, oh yeah, he just tweeted about him. So somebody made a, uh, I guess a meme, a joke that said, let me pull it up here. It had a picture of Marcus King and Briley from the People Magazine exclusive photos, uh-huh. and uh, someone from Ole Miss said, 
this is what every Ole Miss Greek alum couple looks like. Because uh-uh. Marcus King has a cowboy hat on. And then uh, Lane Kiffin said, hashtag, come to the sip. That's what he says. Yeah. To, he wants everybody to come down to Mississippi. And uh, he says, if you do, <laughs> you can look however you look and get a beautiful girl on your arm. I screenshotted that and sent it to Briley. And I said, I told Lane to back off. You're all East Carolina. She said, who's Lane? Wow. That's uh, <laughs> below yeah. her. What kind of name is Lane? How lame is Lane? Which, by the way, ironically, <laughs> lame Kiffin, more like it. Ironically, you said that this summer, last summer, you said next summer I could be meeting Lane Kiffin. Could be the summer of Lane Kiffin. So that could be happening in the next few months. Could be. In fact, let me uh, <clears throat> send a message out and see if he's still scheduled to appear at this party I'm supposed to be at. <laughs> now you got you are a big time now you, you got parties you're scheduled to be at in the summer with lane kiffin come to the sip and remember that was uh last summer was the summer uh someone reminded me of um the presley girl wow you don't even remember her name uh, jamie anymore. jamie You've presley so big. yeah wow <laughs> jamie presley jamie presley who i had a huge crush on like all during college and my most of my adulthood but then once you meet him clip they're just people man and i'm like kind of over it now you're over people no jamie presley <laughs> like the thought of jamie presley was greater than the reality hmm. you had a huge crush on her she thought your name was trey it would have been a <laughs> match made in heaven <laughs> uh billy all right. all right let me see if there's uh if i can get a confirmation on the lane kiffin thing a confirmation i mean we're still talking about months away yeah right? well i mean he'll he'll know whether he's scheduled to appear or not chad says never meet your heroes or your crushes i guess in, Ch- in there's some case. truth to that yeah there is some truth to that the the sometimes it does not match up are you saying jamie presley's a horrible person no no she's very nice she's very <laughs> I met down donnie Wahlberg and he was she, very nice no she, jamie presley's a great person all right I'm you're just, just saying totally the, underselling her no i'm just saying like i i'm thinking of her in those movies in the 90s and you know when i met her she's obviously a little bit older very short hair it wasn't the same look that i had remembered her by all right was she on my name is earl yes yes, yes. she was okay. also yeah. in a tv show called what? moms what was the or mom m- what's the movie that i'm thinking of where she like hooks up with the married guy uh it's like a home record type deal it was in the 90s hmm you said it clearly. She was in Joe Dirt. No, it was, it was more of a racy movie. Hmm. It was kind of like, as I said, it was one of these uh, Black Widow type movies. Right. Uh, I'll have to uh, look at her credits here and find that. It's probably early 90s. All right. Well, we'll find here. it at some point. Scroll down a little bit. That's driving me crazy now. Finders Keepers. Hot in Cleveland. See all. So anyway, it's done a lot of stuff now. There's that. I know. There's and then a million uh, movies. And here. then there's Watch McCall that I'm friends with too. Actually, um, friends is um, CSI Miami. Um, I got Jamie Presley stuck in my head. Um, I know you're talking about. I love that you don't even Proctor, remember Emily Proctor celebrities name. Emily anymore. Proctor is a legit like friend of mine. Oh, she was on an episode of Silk Stockings. Great show yeah. on USA back in the nineties. <laughs> yes, that was <laughs> great show yeah can't hardly wait it's a great movie uh let's see no emily proctor was in a great movie too she was in that um 
movie called Breath Men, if you remember that back in the day. It was a story that, about a true story about the guys that invented the breast augmentation devices. You said that's a great movie. It was a very good movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know the one you're. It was talking on HBO. About. Uh, I remember seeing it on HBO. What year you think the movie you're talking about was? 93, 94. Oh wow, that 95? far back. Oh, there it is. Uh, well, oh, Poison Ivy. Okay. That's it. The yeah. Poison Ivy movie. Oh. That was a good one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you my age know what Poison Ivy was. Put that. So I, that was the Jamie Presley I knew and grew it up with. It was the 1997 direct-to-DVD film called <laughs> Poison Ivy, The New Seduction. It was outstanding. Seduction. It was very good. <laughs> but that her look there is the way I remembered her. A sinister seductress vows to destroy a suburban family. Great plot twist. Starring Jamie Presley. Yeah. And and she there were a lot of nude scenes in there. Okay. Tastefully uh, done? Tastefully done. Yeah. Yes. Boy, Poison Ivy, there's a lot of... Uh, did you see all the uh, installments of Poison most, Ivy? Most of them, yes. <laughs> You're a big Poison Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> all right, our no, time's no, up. But once again, I want to clear the air. She's a wonderful person. All right. Very nice. Very down to earth. And, you know, she's from Kinston, too. Good old... Of, hey, let me tell you something. Kinston has produced two great things. Not just NBA players. Incredible <laughs> NBA basketball players and absolutely beautiful women. That is what Kinston is known for. Mike P said, I worked in Blockbuster in Greenville. Dudes always rented Poison Ivy yep. movies. There were like a million of them. Yeah. Chad says, Poison Ivy, uh, Drew Barrymore, I guess, was in the original. Uh, she was the original seductress. So there you go. Yeah. Learn something new every day. And Chad, Chad's a legit friend of mine, but I can't remember their name. That happens with legit friends of mine all the time. That is true. That is not. To the, be fair to Troy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I forget Chandler's name. Not time. a big name guy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. More of a face guy. All right. Let's, uh, especially if you've been in Poison Ivy, you'll never forget. <laughs> <Yeah. you>. <laughs> <laughs> or other parts. Yeah. Uh, Troy, enjoyed it. Good to see you, Clip. We'll, we'll talk see to next you next week. week. Sounds good. Take a break. Come back. When we return, I need you to look and listen because I see more. Will join us. We'll talk Pirate Hoops and more. Back with you, Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessory, uh, accessories rather for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a beautiful Thursday. We've got a lot to get to on today's program, including Celebrity All-Star Edition of Name That Sound. The host of Name That Sound, Shirley Rhodes, will compete against All-Star selection chandler honeycutt that coming up later on this hour we'll have our flight by yingling ecu practice report brandon manning will join us to talk some pirate baseball ecu north carolina going at it friday saturday here sunday in chapel hill and the big man on campus jeff nadu to talk some college hoops right now we'll talk some pirate hoops with si seabor who joins us on the pirate radio live line here 
on a Thursday. Cy, thanks for your time. How you doing today, man? I'm doing great, Cliff. Uh, looking forward to Saturday. That's, that's an exciting time for the ECU program. And uh, just a great sports weekend. And so I was in uh, Minji's last night um, until I had to leave early. Unfortunately, had to leave early to go uh, host some sports trivia at AJ McMurphy's. But I missed uh, the overtimes. I missed the comeback in Minji's Coliseum. Kim McNeil's team getting win number 20 on the year, moving into second place in the American after a win over Houston. And man, how about the, the season they're having, Sai? She was a. Uh, emotional after the game thanking the administration thanking the fans thanking her team and uh, it was uh, it was awesome to see well give coach credit i mean look what they've done they, you win 20 games in today's world of college basketball and especially a league like the american and to beat houston in overtime that's a big win for our, for ecu and our programs and uh, golly n- nice job by the coaching coach mcneil and all of her staff and and uh, let's hope they can keep it going they've got the momentum going and it's it's really uh, bright times for ECU right now. Big weekend this weekend. Yeah. I mentioned uh, you got baseball going on, and Cliff's got, got a really good program. You won a bowl game in football, and the men's program's playing extremely well. Yeah, men coming off a win as well. So it was cool to see uh, Ezra and RJ and uh, Jaden and some basketball players supporting the women's team last night. Uh, I spoke uh, briefly to Rajay Harris, saw a lot of football players there as well. Always had a great crowd there, Sai, but always good to see other student athletes supporting uh, a different sport. And that was uh, certainly the case last night. I always enjoy seeing that. That's always good to see. And, and, you know, other athletes understand what it's like to be in a college program. They know the, uh, they know the strains, they know the stresses and they know the talents. And, and that's always good to see. It, it's always good to see, uh, for a school to back the other athletes. I think that's important. Cy Seymour joining us, Mike Schwartz's team, getting ready to welcome in Houston. But uh, previous to that, Cy, winning a road game. Uh, They beat a team that's really struggling in Tulsa. But in that game, the Pirates were down, you know, seven points, came back, uh, got the lead at the end, were able to hang on to that lead. And once again, uh, we have seen, we talked about it uh, in our previous conversation, Cy, Jaden Walker uh, playing well for East Carolina, uh, really coming on here late in the year. And uh, how about the Pirates kind of gutting one out the other night? Wasn't the prettiest of games, but won at 62-60 to over Tulsa. Truthfully, any game you win on the road in a conference in February is <laughs> never ugly. <laughs> you are tickled. Trust me. You, you get on the road in February and you win a conference game, that's a big deal. ECU winning two conference games on the road this year is a big deal, especially when six your top six scores did not return. I mean, if anyone had told me they would win five games in this conference, as hard as it is, I would have never believed it. Give credit to the players and the coaches and that staff. They have done a remarkable job. And you mentioned Jaden Walker. He's having to adjust to playing the point. Not only playing the point, 40 minutes the other night he played. He goes eight for 11, has four assists and one turnover. I mean, what do you want? I mean, and, and plays good defense. I mean, you can't ask for any more from a guy. Uh, but you're right. All of them played well. Cy Seymour joining us. Cy, uh, you think, do we see uh, Javon Small uh, this year, or you think uh, he might have played his last basketball for this season? What do you yeah, What do you know? That's a great That's a great. Personally, I don't think we see him again. Okay. I just don't think that because that point guard requires you got to be ready. you got to have stamina. You're running the show. If you aren't a hundred percent, if you're not a hundred percent, the sharks will will get you. 
they'll come at you. And so if he's not 100%, you just can't do it, not in that position. And uh, this is a guard-strong league. Uh, I mean, all when you look at this, these teams, it is a tough, guard-strong league. That's why it's a good league. And if he's not ready to go, you don't use him. And I don't think, can he be ready in two weeks, three weeks for the tournament? I, I just don't think so, but that's me talking. Now, that's not right, yeah. Javon or anybody else. Yeah. Uh, I hope he can, but I've seen him work out, and it's you know he's, he's just slowly getting back. That's funny, Si, as you talk about it being a guard-strong league, I'm looking at the results from last night, and you look at uh, Jalen Cook, uh, 23, in a losing effort. Uh, Damian Dunn, 34, in a losing effort uh, for Temple last night. They lost to Cincinnati. And uh, DeJulius, we saw how good he is, had 20.7 assists. All these guards putting up some big numbers last night. Houston wins by 30 last night ahead of coming to Greenville to face East Carolina. So, uh, Tulane, you know how good they are, Cy. Houston just beat them by 30 points last night. I I said to somebody today, I said, Jalen Cook, Jalen Forbes, and Kevin Cross, all three guys, all three guys for Tulane were in the top ten in scoring in Hmm. the conference. In a guard-strong conference, three of the top ten. And listen – Cook and Forbes are two and three, and and, and uh, Cross is ten. They are talented and tough, and they get by, beat by thirty. I mean, <laughs> that's how. Good, and these are good guards. That's how good Houston can be. I mean, they are scary good. Uh, but when you, I look at Houston, the, their talent level is is national talent level. If you have not gotten a ticket, you need to get a ticket to watch this ball game because you're going to see ECU play extremely hard. And you're going to see a talented and well-coached program in the Houston Cougars coming into town. Yeah, and uh, coached by Kelvin Sampson. And uh, you always mention it, Cy. He always has his cheering section here. So uh, amongst all the Pirate fans that are going to be there packing it out Saturday night, you're going to have some folks uh, cheering for Kelvin Sampson. But, uh, man, uh, the the redemption tour for Kelvin Sampson, he went in there, Cy, and I kind of go back to it quite a bit, that when he first got to Houston, you know, East Carolina uh, handled the Cougars. They were at the bottom of the conference, and he turned it around so fast and has turned it into now the number one team in the country uh just very impressive shows the the kind of head coach he is never doubt that he's a great coach and i think he's gotten a raw deal on a lot of stuff i mean when you get in trouble for texting that's that's crazy right texting players this guy is a tremendous coach knows the game he likes his kid i think it's so important in today's world that you care for your program and your kids mike schwartz cares about his kids Kelvin Sampson truly cares about his players. Now, he might let them hold it, and they said you've got to see his practices. They're unbelievable. But I think the reason they're there is he works them, but he also will hug them and enjoy them. And I think, look, when you look at this ball club, she, when you, they're just loaded. They're guard, they've probably got five four-star guys, a five-star guy, they are just fun to watch. The two guards, Sasser and Sheed, are just unbelievable. Shed, excuse me, Shed. I always get his name. I try to put too many E's in there. But those two guys, I'm telling you, they're they're unbelievable. Their their assist to turnover ratio is like three to one. I mean, they don't turn it over. She uh, is three to one, and, and Sasser's two to one in assist to turnover ratio. They lead, and I, I looked it up today. There are 17 categories that you track in the conference. 
categories like scoring, uh, defensive percentage, stuff like that. Of the 17 categories, they're number one in 10 of them. Hmm. Yeah, they are number two in another one. So 11 of the uh, 17 categories, they lead in them. And they're just a talented basketball team. Uh, they're all. They, they, I like the way he's built it. And I heard, uh, I heard Kansas, and they were talking about what they do. And they're gonna. They used to do high low and big guys. And they said that they won't go back to that anymore. They're gonna go for the spread the floor and drive it. And that's what. This is the guy that kind of started this. He goes with six eight, six nine, uh, big people. They're not real big. They can run and they can hit the boards and they're relentless. And then he goes with good guards. And and that's what that's what you have to do. You know, when you look up at Tremont Mark, he's six five, four star player. Chet's uh, a, a four star player. I think the kids you got to look at inside for them uh, when you see them. Uh, uh, Reggie Cheney is a four star guy that transferred from Arkansas. He's a four star power forward at six eight. And if you have not seen Jarris Walker, he was the number one power forward in the country last year out of high school. Samson got him. He's a six-eight man. Jawan Roberts, you know, had twenty-six the other night. He's a six-seven man, and they've got two others, and they just come at you in waves hmm. and wear you down, and they are just a treat to watch. Loaded uh, are these Houston Cougars, and I guess uh, magic number for them uh, can be seventy because they have only allowed over seventy points twice in conference games. They ended up winning both of those games, by the way. Uh, they won 82 to 71 over UCF. They won uh, against South Florida 83 to 77. Every other opponent in conference play has been held under 70 points this year. So yeah. that uh, and and they score a lot of points too, by the way. So yeah, I think their their average for the season is somewhere around 58. Man, that's what they give up. Yeah, I mean they are the real deal. Uh, and you know something that helps you now. This is Sasser, Walker, Roberts, Mark, and Shade. She. Have had shed have have they they they're the five starters. They've never had one out of there. The five has started every game. Yeah, yeah. And that you don't have, when you don't have injuries. Yeah. And they haven't. And I hope they don't. I don't want any injuries for this ball club because they're they're our number one in the country. You've started your guys twenty six games. One guy's twenty five for twenty five. The rest of them are twenty six for twenty. So you're looking at a team that has been able to stay together, stay healthy together. They've got a bench and uh, a treat to watch. But make no bones about it. Uh, I, for example, they out-rebound teams. In, in this league, you look at everybody else is like two-and-a-half, two-and-a-half, two-and-a-half plus on the plus side for rebounding. He, they are seven-plus on the rebounding. They're just relentless on the boards. But guess who's third in, in rebounding? ECU. Our team, our team works hard yeah. to get to the boards. Now, they're like near three, but they're still one of the top, top teams that are rebounded. And he plays hard man-to-man defense. Can you get blown out? Sure you could, but this team's going to give you so much you can't ever count East Carolina out of the ball game. East Carolina, Houston, Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Should be a great crowd, a great sports weekend going on with softball, uh, baseball series with North Carolina, and, of course, uh hoops going on as well in Minji. so a fun weekend to be a pirate and looking forward to the number one team coming to Minji's coliseum i believe side and uh, i looked at 
uh, media notes earlier this week. Looks like it'll be the first time number one has ever come to Menjis. East Carolina has faced NC State twice and Duke twice when they were the number one team in the country. Those uh, games did not go well for the Pirates. So we'll see. Also, the uh, the highest ranked opponent East Carolina ever defeated was Houston in that game where, unfortunately, no fans were there. Sigh. That was a, a weird atmosphere uh, when they knocked off number five Houston a couple years ago. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to think back. I would like to see where Al, uh, where Al McGuire's Gamecocks, when they came in in the late 60s, early 70s, mm-hmm. they were highly ranked, and Calipari's teams were highly ranked. I'm not sure. South, South Carolina may have been close with Roach, Reebok, uh-uh, Riker, Owens. That team was really good. I, I, I don't know. I can't remember if they were one, but they were loaded coming into Greenville. Uh, but you're right. This is the only one that I could say definitely that there's been a one. Uh, yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I'll look into that uh, side. But it, and and by the way, ECU just four wins over ranked opponents dating back to like 1960. Uh, one was against Northeastern, uh, and then of course two against Dwayne Wade's Marquette uh, Golden Eagles. That happened in one calendar year. Uh, you know, January, February of one year, and then uh, December later in that year. And then that went over Houston. So uh, it's amazing, Cy, just four wins over ranked opponents for ECU. Well, yeah, there's there's two thoughts on that. First of all, you've been in leagues that don't have many ranked. Mm-hmm. You don't have that many. And the other part is, generally speaking, if they're not in your league, they're not playing down here if they're ranked. Yeah, right. Come to them and pay you. It's it's really difficult to see a lot of highly ranked teams come in. It's unbelievable. You know, when, when you're playing a market in your league, you get a chance to get them at home. You you know, but there's not. But in the old CAA, you might have a team ranked, but not crazy ranked. Uh, it, it, you're right. You're right. It is skewed that way. But it's very difficult for anybody to to beat a team. Uh, this nationally ranked uh, in this league, in this league, it's like in football, you just you don't see many come in that are are highly, you know, top ten teams. You just don't see it. Cy Seymour joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Looking forward to a uh, fun weekend, Cy, and uh, looking forward to seeing folks in Menji's Coliseum uh, for uh, next to the last time this year. How about the schedule coming up for ECU, Cy, with the makeup date with Tulane? They're going to be playing basically a tournament schedule before they get to the conference tournament. A whole lot of basketball and not a lot of time. So uh, Mike Schwartz and his team are going to have to somehow find their legs with all these games they got coming up. It is really difficult this time of year anyway. <laughs> yeah. An extra game against one of the top teams is, is really, really tough. And But I'm going to tell you something. If you ask me who's had pro- probably the most impressive year, what he's done. I mean, what he's done in this year, and I'm talking about Mike Schwartz and his staff, no one, no one thought they would. They, first of all, they thought they'd be in last place. And second of all, they thought, Okay, they might win one conference game if they're lucky. I mean, that it's a it's a heck of a it's a heck of a credit to his staff. Now, here's the key: can you keep the kids that you have? Right. Because if you can, if you can, and then you add the big guy coming in, and and you know see where things lay, you 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 could be you could be really tough next year. 
Cy Seymour joining us. Pirates, uh, last time they were at home, pulled off uh, a crazy one against Cincinnati, and we hadn't talked since then, Cy. I loved your, your comments at the end of the game, something to the effect of Jeff had something to do with this one uh, tonight. The voice, Jeff Charles, was certainly looking down on the Pirates uh, last Wednesday night at Minji's. That was a, a special one. It really was a special game. And, and when you look at that, that Cincinnati program, I mean, they beat Temple last night yeah. and, and, and played great. And like you said, you know, the young man, Davian Dunn, had a big night uh, from from Kenston against them. Uh, I think they might have been missing one of their guards, but that's the way it is this time of year. Uh, but that is a really talented, talented ball club at Cincinnati. And that was a good win. For, I mean, I, I, to me, that was a, a really big-time win. And R.J. Felton and everybody, everybody just stepped yeah. up when they had to step up in that basketball game. RJ made some incredible plays uh, to to seal that deal. And uh, East Carolina, two wins, uh, two and one since the last time Cy and I talked, and they're going for a huge one coming up on Saturday night. Cy, thanks as always for the chat, man. Enjoyed it, and we'll uh, catch up with you again soon. I hope to see you Saturday, and let's have a good one over there. Cy Seymour joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. We will take a timeout, come back when we return. The all-star edition of Name That Sound. Today, I have put together five sounds. Shirley Rhodes has been away with a family matter, but wanted to keep it going and uh, wanted Shirley to participate. And I guess she's agreed. I never really asked her if she would do this. Shirley, you cool with this? I'm absolutely cool with it. All right. Chandler's in. He was uh, elected to the all-star game. So we will have our all-star festivities, uh, just one round, five sounds that they will have to name when we return on Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by beauty bar metaspa do you want to get rid of wrinkles tighten and lift your skin smooth your skin texture erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair are you interested in botox or filler visit beautybarmetaspa.com to set up a free consultation now back to the show Welcome back. Hey, Pirate Nation, Integrity Home Mortgage is here. If you're looking to purchase a home, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir today. The Integrity Home Mortgage team offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve before, during, and after your real estate transaction. To get started, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, or Joanne Weir. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Yo! Welcome back into the show. Clip Rock, Shirley Rhodes. Good to have Shirley back. Wes Hines did a great job filling in yesterday. The Chan Man hanging out as well. Shirley started something uh, six weeks or so ago. A new game called Name That Sound. We enjoy it. Chandler and I enjoy playing, enjoy getting frustrated. Uh, You at home enjoyed as well i've had uh, a number of folks come up to me and say they really like name that sound well shirley was away handling some uh, some private matters so i knew she would not have time to come up with another great edition of name that sound so i thought earlier today i kind of want to keep it going and kind of in honor of shirley we'll have uh, 
an all-star edition and let her participate against Chandler Honeycutt, who is winless in the game, name that sound. So I, I put together just five sounds. It's an exhibition. This is not count against the official records. But um, Shirley, if you want to, we'll go ahead and switch spots here and uh, we'll play a game of name that sound. So Shirley is heading in here. He wants to come in here, too, so... All right. You got camera like you need it and everything? Yep. All right. Let me uh, grab my prop. Uh, wait. <laughs> I got to be careful and don't bang my knee. All right. May the best um, person win. Good luck, sir. You guys talk for a second. Okay. Honor, by the way, it's an honor. An honor to Wait, be an all-star. You got to make sure your mic's on, dude. All right, now try it. It's an honor to be an all-star. It's an honor to be an all-star. Oh, hey, now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Let's play. Let's do it. How about your first... Uh, this is Chandler Honeycutt's first appearance in the all-star game. As voted on by no one. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Chan. Should we have the Jabberwockies like they they did uh, with Shaq at the All Star game that one time? Especially in honor of you calling the Ewoks Jabberwockies. Jabberwockies. That was in this game. It was. It was. Um, all right, I'm pulling up Facebook and YouTube so I can see. Uh, Why can I barely hear Clip? Hello. Oh, no. There we go. It's it's not you. It's it's his headphones. Oh, turn your headphones up, bro. Oh. All right, we'll go ahead and hit the intro here. No, that's not the right one. I, um, is that better? Yep. Okay. I didn't want to use this. This is a completely different game. This is an exhibition. This is not uh, your normal game of Name That Sound. So I didn't want to use that intro. I made an intro of my own. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Come on in. Sit right down. It's time. To name that sound. Wow. Turn that round upside down. It's time to name that sound. Love it. There you go. Death metal version of Name That Sound. <coughs> I like it. I like it. Surely the rules of Name That Sound Celebrity All-Star Game are the same as the official rules of your game. I'm going to play a sound and you have to name that sound. All right, then. Do you have uh, something to play for a correct answer or incorrect? I don't think you do, right? No, right. Uh, I just say correct or incorrect. All right, so I'm going to do my best. And in the show of sportsmanship, if you guys are close to a tie, if you could kind of police yourselves, I'll do my best to hear. Because, Shirley, I do admit, you do a good job. When Chandler and I just start going, oh, da, 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 you're good at hearing who got it first. I'm mm -hmm. going to try to do the same good job you do, but if not, maybe I could use y'all's help. Okay. So, uh, anyway. All right, y'all ready? Um, Let's do it. As ready as I'm ever going to be. Sound one of five is this one right here. Now Petrov controls. Back to Parlamov. Getting in on the left side. Miracle, uh, miracle uh, on ice. Yeah. Chandler is on the board. That was the miracle on ice. Obviously not the final call, but leading up to that final call. Do you believe in that miracles? Al, yes! Al Michaels. Al Michaels is correct. All right, Chandler, good job. Thank you. You're on the board. All right, here is sound number two. 
Virgin. Nope. Nope. That is Price is Right. Yep. The wheel. Yeah, with the son of a... Mm. You had the wheel, Shirley, but the wrong <laughs> wheel. <laughs> I was thinking Wheel of Fortune, but no, that's right. Yeah. That is the uh, spinning the wheel on Price is Right. Chandler has two points. <laughs> I need to play you every week. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going to be Owen, though. Remember, these results that, that, yeah, do not count. It does not count to my record. So. <laughs> it's All good right. practice. Though. Sucks to be you. Sound number three. We have to go back. We have to go back. Can he play it again? We have to go back. God, that sounds like Will Ferrell. That sounds like a spaceship. <clears throat> Let's see. We have to go back. We have to go back. I want to back s- to the future. We're not going back to the future. Uh, for some reason, the Hangover is jumping out at me, but I don't think that's right. It is not. We have to go back. We have to go back. It is a uh, it's, it's it's a television program. Lost. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Every now and then, I, I mean, Chandler, you're an all star. Get your game on, go play. But you uh, you know, in this game, sometimes we got to think. Okay, what is Shirley like? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't blame you at all. This I, is you're one, a big Lost guy too, right? I am uh, the biggest Lost guy. Yep. Yeah. That was the so end lost. of season three. Um, Who was the actor? Was was Fox? Oh, okay, gotcha. Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox. I yep, that's name. him. It sounded like Will Ferrell at first, and that's why it <laughs> threw me. Meatloaf. All right, two to one as we head into sound number four. Ah, here we go again. Oh man. Oh, here we go again. That Friday? No. Oh no. No, Craig. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> New Jack City. No. What's that? Is that see you wouldn't want to be you? No. Wesley New Jack. No. 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 That's um. Which one is that? Juice? Ice tea. Huh. It's got iced tea in it. Um, which, by the way, New Jack City, awesome soundtrack. Um, can you play that one more time? I think I'm right, too. That is Wesley Snipes. What? New Jack City. Oh, he was also in... Nino oh. Brown. Yeah, he's the main character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, can you play uh, that one? Uh, here we go again. God, that voice sounds familiar. I wonder who... Uh, let me see who the voice is. Um, would you like a clue? Yes, please. This is not a movie. This is not a TV show. It's a music video. It is not a music video. This is from a video game. Ah, here we go again. GTA? Correct. 
the voice of CJ from San Andreas. And Grand you, Theft Auto. If you have not played the game, you have definitely seen, seen the, the meme, meme yep. which I use quite a bit, on uh, social media. Ah, oh, bleep. Here we go again. Yep. Well done, Shirley. Shirley has clawed back to make it 2-2. Two to two. And this is how the games usually go for Chandler. Good starts and poor finishes. Uh, Mike P. says GTA San Andreas. That is correct. The final sound. Name this sound. Whale. That's the whale. That is the sounds of the humpback whale. Chandler Honeycutt wins the celebrity edition say, of Name That Sound. I was going to say Dory, but then I was like, no, we used that well, already. Well, you were in the water. I won. And it doesn't go towards your record. I, but I the won. best part. Wow, we did not use Whitney at all. Fantastic all-star performances by Shirley Rhodes and Chandler Honeycutt. So, in my defense, one, I have been away and I haven't had a whole lot of sleep. Uh, two, there's usually three rounds of this game and not just one. <laughs> is this your concession speech? Yeah, this is my concession speech. <laughs> and four. <laughs> Wait, you only named two. Oh, three. <laughs> you are have a lack of sleep. Lack of sleep. One, two, two four. four. <laughs> Uh, three, this doesn't count. And four, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. And then uh, next Thursday, this is what Chandler will be saying when we play each other again. Ah, here we go again. <laughs> that is true because despite the fact that I haven't had time to pull said um, sound clips, that I'm going to use. I do have my sound clips. I do have oh, really? my list. Okay, good. So looking forward to it. it so you already return. got the sounds ready for next week? Not quite. I have the list. Like what I do is is I think about what I want to use and I write it down so I don't forget. And uh and then I go back and I pull what I want. So um quick so, question, Charlie. Yes. Is my kiss on your list? No, it is not. All right. Figured I'd ask. Because, you know, you're never going to get it. Never, never going to get it. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, Chandler, Brad wants a victory speech. What do you got? First of all, thank you all out there that has elected me to... While he's doing that, to, let's switch. <laughs> that has elected me to this all-star game. I did not know until literally about an hour before the show started that I was going to be participating in said all-star game, but it was fun. It was great. It was shorter than a regular game that we usually play, but... And of course, this does not count to my 0-5 record, so no, I'm not 1-5, but... My gosh, it feels great to win. I want to thank my family. I want to thank all my, fa- my friends out there that have supported me over the past five or six weeks that have lifted me up after the consecutive losses that I've had. And I think that this win today, quote unquote win, will help me, li- will lift me up and energize me to keep moving forward to finally get that win against Goliath himself, Clip Rock. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great Thursday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy ECU baseball. Enjoy ECU basketball Saturday night. Um, Thank you guys so much. I am the all-star champ. Thank you so much.
All right, wow. little David, take your slingshot and get on out of here. <laughs> Great game. Go to hell. <laughs> get a job. <laughs> Great game. Um, y'all got every sound correct. Um, might have served up. Lost was impressive because I know neither one of you have watched Lost. But I figured when I said, you know, I was going to say it was a TV show that I like. But I didn't even have to say that. Shirley got it. Uh, good job diagnosing Miracle on Ice quickly, Chandler. Also, uh, the wheel that was very good. Shirley, um, when I gave the video game clue, went directly to GTA, and then it all came down to that animal at the end. And I figured I was like, it was sounded like a whale, but it sounded like you know Dory talking whale at first. So that's why I was kind of. But then my brain immediately, as the facilitator of the game my brain immediately went to the fact that we had already used that clip so i was trying to i was trying to figure out okay so what's the association with it and before i had a chance to get to it clip i mean chandler had already answered the question so So the one we used for the finding nemo is that the movie yes did we use the sound of a whale it was no it was dory talking whale oh okay and that's what my brain immediately went to when okay. i heard it all right maybe that was too close to a previous sound but but it, no, it's fine i, 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 I will concede the win it is not i wanted that to find some deal. animal to put in there yeah i also thought at first that maybe it was dory and i was like well Charlie's already used that all right well because i try to use sounds that have not been used before we'll leave it to the uh professionals next week and shirley rose will run a game but uh fun all-star game thank y'all for participating Uh, Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. The Flight by Yingling ECU practice report. We'll hear from Mike Schwartz as the Pirates gear up for the Houston Cougars coming up on Saturday night. That's on the way. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. Fifth Street Hardware serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fifth Street, right beside the State Theater in Greenville. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, PRL, on a Thursday. Quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. ECU softball, a leading Bucknell, one nothing in the third inning. So, uh, Coach Winkler and crew finally at home and uh, leading right now, uh, one nothing. Also, you know what uh, really enhances a game day atmosphere? Whether you're in the arena or watching on TV? Got any guesses, Chandler? Hmm. Sorry. Oh, no problem. I know a lot of people out there are yawning listening to this show. <laughs> Chandler, what enhances a game day environment? Tailgating. Sure. Uh, maybe the in-game stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. like uh, the promotional stuff they do. Sure. 
How uh, how do you feel about rally towels? I well, like I them. I do love to rally. And I do love a towel. The first 5,000 fans to enter Menji's Coliseum Saturday night to see the Pirates take on Houston will receive our rally towel. The rally towel. Get them waving. Get them going. It's going to be fun. Can we sound a horn or something? A siren? Um, No, but we can sound uh, this. Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say way up. Way up. Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say way up. When you hear that, you know it's time to get those rally towels flapping. Dude, they need to play that on repeat. And could you just imagine a packed Minji's with the rally towels going like this? The boom, boom room. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely rocking. Boom, boom. Let me hear you say way That is like entering hell the gates of hell <laughs> and, and, and heaven help whoever enters Minji's whopper, whopper, whopper. <laughs> rally 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 let's hear what mike schwartz had to say i don't think he talked about whoppers or rally towels or boom 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 but he did talk about a very good houston team coming here to face the pirates on saturday night so good they are number one in the nation here's mike schwartz from earlier today on our flight by yingling ecu practice report uh, home it was a long road trip um you know back-to-back games and uh disappointed with how we played um you know on sunday versus smu uh and fortunate that we were able to bounce back and get a road win uh, versus tulsa on tuesday night and uh obviously just an incredible challenge for us with uh you know the number one team in the country coming in here on saturday just what stands out about Houston? I mean, I'm sure just about everything does when you watch them. What catches your attention the most? As you said, everything. Uh, I just have so much respect for Coach Sampson, their staff, their players, uh, the way they play. Um, they, you know, we, we could sit here and talk the whole the whole time about what they do well. Uh, but again, obviously, just a dynamic team with as good of a backcourt as there is in the country uh, with Shad and Sasser on the front line with with Walker and Roberts. So. Uh, just very dynamic team, uh, you know, as good of a defensive team as there is in the country, and as much credit as they get defense and rebounding, this is a team that is scoring, uh, you know, over 75 points a game in conference play. Uh, so a very strong offensive team that really can beat you every which way, and then they're talented all across the board. This is what you do it for, right? A chance to play the best team in the country. Well, I think you do it for a lot of reasons. This is, um, you know, you can't predict when or if these kind of scenarios are going to happen. I mean, this conference is so strong. And um, so every night, uh, you know, you got to try and look at it like every game you have to feel like to, to have a chance to win in the American Conference. Every single time you step on the court in Minji's or on the road, your mindset better be you're playing against the best team in the country. And it doesn't matter who it is. And it just so happens right now, this literally is the best team in the country. How excited are you for this opportunity to play at home in front of your home crowd against a team that obviously people know is as legit as it gets? Yeah, I think the exciting part about that is the atmosphere that uh, we hopefully will have in here on Saturday night. Uh, You know, I think this fan base is the best in the country. I think it's been awesome. It has helped us win games in this building. And I think it's exciting for Greenville, ECU, everybody pirate nation to know that saturday night's going to be a great atmosphere in there uh you know because it's just been fantastic all year long and this is a you know I, I believe this is the first time ever the number one team in the country in terms of ranking has come into this building so i expect it to be an awesome atmosphere how much 
continue guys feed off that, especially defensively. It just seems like late in games when the crowd's gotten into it, that's kind of changed things. And hopefully from the start, that can maybe be a case for you guys Saturday. Yeah, you know, you talk about that. I think that's what home court advantage is across the country. And it doesn't matter if you're at Houston or you're here or anywhere else in this league, conference, non-conference. Home court advantage is what makes college athletics special, the atmosphere, I should say. That being said, that's not going to be the reason why we have a chance to compete. That's what we want to go. We want to fight. We want to compete. We want to give ourselves a chance, uh, you know, to, you know, in the ball game, of course, as we do every game. And that is a definite added bonus in the energy that it can bring. But for it to be a factor, we have to do our part. And that is, that's, you know, plain as it gets for, for the home court or the fans to be a factor in the game energy wise. You know, we have to give ourselves a chance and give them a reason, uh, you know, to, to be in the game like that, especially late game. Tulsa game, the first half you had a ton of open shots, just didn't go down. You know, how good was it maybe still find a way to win when y'all didn't play maybe y'all's best? Yeah, we said that, you know, it wasn't a pretty win, but, you know, I don't know, a road win is a road win, and, and it, it's not about how it looks sometimes, and we knew that. We, we, we really chart our shot quality a lot of times, and we were not – pleased with the shots that we were taking versus SMU on Sunday. We thought we had some uncharacteristic plays. 19 turnovers, I mean, you don't give yourself a chance on the road to win with 19 turnovers. Versus Tulsa on Tuesday night, we really liked the shots that we were getting. I mean, a lot of them were uncontested or they were shots that we were good with, but they weren't going in. And we've sat here and spoken many times that you just sometimes can't bank on making shots in terms of is that what's going to allow you to play the right way. Um, you know, we were on a four-day road trip. We had had a long bus ride. We had got there. We had been in Tulsa for two days on the back-to-back -back, uh, road games. So th they didn't go in in the first half, but they our guys stayed with it. Defense was going to be what gave us a chance. I thought defensively both halves we played strong. And late game, guys made some shots. Jaden Walker was fantastic all game long. Brandon makes the big shot late. But the guy that changed the game flat out was David Kasanga and I with his defense. His energy, his defense, what he did on that side of the ball gave us even the chance to do what we did at the end of the game. Houston does force a lot of turnovers, and you mentioned a lot against SMU, but what is your faith like in your backcourt after playing a game like Tulsa where they you know, showed a lot more maturity heading into this game against Houston? Yeah, you know, we, 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 we've been so on both ends of the spectrum. Some, you know, We've had games in conference where we turned it over 10 times, and we've had good in terms of controlling the ball, and it wasn't that we were holding the ball or playing slow. We've just made better decisions, and then we've had games where we have 19 turnovers versus SMU, and I think that's sometimes – you know, one of the signs of a, of a, of a younger or less experienced team, but we're getting there. And I, I can tell you one thing, we can't turn it over 19 times and have a chance to even be in the game on Saturday night. So in terms of confidence, I know we're going to work the next two days as we do all the time, preparing and understanding how important it is. Ball security, taking care of the ball, every pass, every catch. This is the best team in the country at taking the ball from you, steals, rebounds, loose balls. They're as good as anyone. So it's going to be an emphasis, but in the end of the day, we have to go out Saturday night and do it and take care of the basketball and do it versus an elite defensive and rebounding team. With four games left, any chance we see Javon make a return, or is it still kind of week to week? I, I think it's week to week. We actually talked about that. It's you know it's week to week, day to day. He, he's now four weeks into his, his rehab. He's on the court working as far as what that means leading down the stretch in these last – I mean, obviously we have a really – four games in a short time span coming up right now. And, and we're going to be on the road uh, for, for two of them. And then you head to the conference tournament. So 
it's still an unknown, uh, but he is doing well, man. He is bringing so much great leadership to this team on the bench and in the locker room, and we're just keeping our focus with that right now. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Mike Schwartz, earlier today on our Flight by Yingling ECU practice report. Flight by Yingling, next generation of light beer. Don't just raise the glass. Raise the bar. Flight by Yingling. Get it wherever beer is sold and enjoy that this weekend while the Pirates are playing baseball at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And, of course, big hoops game coming up. Number one, Houston coming to town Saturday night, Minji's Coliseum. We'll take a break. Come back when we return. We'll talk some Pirate baseball with former Pirate Brandon Manning. He will join us to give his thoughts on the 3-1 and one start to the season and also what to expect this weekend against North Carolina. Ranked versus ranked. Big matchup coming up. Excited about the series. And uh, we'll talk to uh, Brandon Manning about it when we return after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit uh, one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store Experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Thank you, Brandon Tate. Mount Rushmore of Brandon's. You got Brandon Tate. You got Brandon Johnson. You got Brandon Simmons. And you have former pirate Brandon Manning joining us here now i just put that list together very quickly there might be some others disrespect. <laughs> who did i disrespect uh-oh somebody's like, going to be offended like, by don't that. Do that a lot of brandon's going to be offended out there but brandon manning did make the cut he joins us here on pirate radio live on a thursday brandon how you doing buddy pretty good how you doing clip doing good and uh i told you brandon i'm a man of my word that if you joined us in studio we'd have a theme song ready for you to go an intro song but you ain't here, so we ain't got a song for you. Yeah, you you laid it on out there. Um, not everybody knows that you cheated the system and told me that, and you knew I wasn't coming. In. <laughs> correct, that is correct. You, you, you looked like you were ready to do work, but then you actually didn't have to do work and knew you didn't have to do work. So yep, it's great. Yep, I tried. My dad, uh, I tried that on him growing up, and it never really worked. But it worked this time. Um, so what what we'll do, Brandon? You give me a song, you can think on it, and send me a list later of one or two if you got one in mind but what we'll do we will get the uh instrumental of it chandler and i will sing it and next time you join us in studio which hopefully is next week we'll have that song ready for you how about that does chandler and you have to sing it yes the rule yep that is the rule okay all right i I didn't know if i could take my singers um surely perhaps uh all right (laughs) we'll we'll get to that when we get there Brandon, uh, on Mondays, we do the uh, Farm Bureau Insurance ECU Baseball Recap with uh, Brandon. You can call him 
at any time, as we did, 531-1812. And uh, he will take care of you. You can get a free quote today. Uh, Here on Thursdays, we're going to preview uh, the ECU series. And uh, this week, it's a big one against North Carolina. Before we get there, Brandon, uh, let's get your thoughts on the three and one start great start to the season against george washington lost in walk-off fashion to campbell the other night so through four games what's kind of stood out to you so far i mean typical early season baseball you got your a few mistakes here and there from you know pitcher leaving one over the middle of the plate because he's not 100 percent dialed in yet um you know you, you got a lot of guys that are antsy jumping up swinging at pitches that they don't need to be swinging at but it's early in the season so they want to get out there and get ahead of everything it's just typical early season baseball but it's great at the same time I and mean, the ecu's really done a great job of being prepared i mean cliff always you know has the analytics ready to go on every pitcher and i think they've done a really good job i mean against camel the other night i mean that, that's a good baseball game i mean you're not going to go undefeated we talked about it last year they had a number of losses um and i think i talked about it last year when the weather heats up our bats heat up and you know we're we're gonna be fine. Everybody just hit the hit the okay. It's gonna be fine button, just like I told everybody last year, and, and it ended up being okay last year too. I know you can. I, I guess you can toot your own horn. Brandon was the ultimate believer last year. I kept trying to bury the pirates. Brandon kept grabbing the shovel from me and giving me a path to getting in as an at large, hosting a regional, hosting a super regional. And Brandon, you were right, and um, so I will not doubt you uh anymore when it comes to your baseball takes um going into the year brandon we were wondering who was going to be the dh for the pirates and thought it might be a revolving door and it still could be but as of right now uh luke nowak was the answer to that question and he has uh, at least for now solidified his spot there he's been uh, fantastic through four games this year man he's one of those guys that when he gets on base it creates something i mean we've always had that one person you know going back to you know jamie page for instance and you know like a dale mollenhauer when they got on base harrison eldridge even when i was there when they got on base things happened because people were worried about him and i think that's what he does i mean he gave us a great chance still in second still in third the other night to, to take control of that game late to win and i mean things didn't happen that's fine um, but I, he's he's the real deal. That guy's got speed. Brandon Manning joining us and uh, speed across this lineup. And, and Cliff loves to put pressure on the defense, pressure on the opposing teams. This lineup is going to do that throughout this 2023 season. How about pitching-wise, Brandon? We had that. The weather came in on Friday. Carter Spivey did not want to use that as an excuse, but even Cliff Godwin said if he wants to, he can because it certainly throws you off when you get amped up. Uh, and then you got to settle it back down, get ready for the next day. Carter Spivey didn't have his best performance. Uh, he's ready to get back out there. But how about Spivey and then uh, you Savage and Gross? What do you think of the starting pitching uh, that we've seen through one weekend? First off, Cliff said we could talk about the weather. Uh, in some cases, yes. Is that a hot take? <laughs> um, so um, every everybody's got their own little thing. I'll start with that first, you know. You, you look at Roger Clemens, per se, he used to go do, like, run a couple of miles, do sit-ups, do push-ups. He was, like, an unreal person. Uh, of course, he had a little help, but, you know, he, he got after it, and he did everything he needed to do, um, and he was ready to go. I mean, he, he lost a few pounds of water weight, you know, before the game ever started. Um, I, I hated that he got started. I mean, there was a big crowd. The crowd was amped up. Everybody was ready to go. I think we, you know, could have played that game, but – you know, he would have had to wait 45 minutes to an hour, and that wasn't what we needed to do to start the season off. Um, I think our pitching is going to be just fine. We got some dynamic guys. We got some, we got some great 
you know, leaders up there. We got they all work with pace, and that's important in college baseball, especially this year with the clock. That you know, you work well to make your defense stay on the balls of their feet and stay ready. I mean, you look at all the great pitchers from around the world. You know, the guys that pitch fast, pitch quick, their defense is ready to go with them all the time. And I think that's what our pitchers do a very good job with. Um, we hold runners on tremendously well, um, and we get after. I mean, we we got some electric arms. And I think they're ready to go this year, and I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think we got depth that, you know, not many people can compete with. And I think, you know, when it's all said and done, uh, last year, you know, we weren't quite ready to compete against Texas because of our depth. And I think this year that, that depth is just not even a question. We're ready to go. Brandon, I'm looking forward to Monday talking to Josh Moyle and Jacob Jenkins Coward, Lane Hoover on the Delcor Players Lounge and asking them their perspective on this added emphasis on the pitch clock and the pace. The pace was amazing uh, last weekend. I really enjoyed that. And uh, But how about, you know, Brandon, as a former player, as a hitter, uh, what's your take on it? Did you have a long routine? Would you have to kind of shorten that up if you played uh, in 2023? What, what's your take from a batter's perspective on that? Well, I mean, used to, you had to have the coaches, and they, you know, they called the signs, and everybody had to make sure they get them in the whole nine yards. I, I really was not a, a big stepping out of the box, taking a long time. I didn't wear batting gloves. I grabbed some dirt, spit in my hands, and said, let's go. Um, I hated batting gloves, so I didn't have to adjust them and things like that. But well, there's a lot of guys who do need that extra half a second, extra second in between to get their sales ready, especially if, you know, let's just say you got one up and in, and then you got that ball coming at you, and you're like, oh, God, I need a, I need a, a breather real quick because that ball just almost hit me between the eyes. I mean, I understand it, but I think it's going to help out with a lot of people. It's not going to affect the hitters as much as it's going to affect the pitchers, I think, in my opinion. I like the way the game moved, and we'll see if uh... – that continues. Sometimes in basketball, they'll put like added emphasis on hand checking. And then early in the season, we'll see a lot of calls. And then as we go on in the season, it kind of dwindles down. We'll see, Brandon, if they keep up with this pitch clock thing. I'm, I'm assuming they will. I think this will be here to stay. But I'm interested to see if it is, you know, as looked at closely throughout the season as it was opening weekend because across the country i heard about uh, carter spivey was talking about he saw a game where um a i think a batter got a strike because he wasn't ready or something you know so uh they are certainly calling it looking for it here early in the season well i mean you look way back when you know guys had to put their fingers down and pitchers had to shake yes shake yeah. and it took a little bit of time and you know some people said hey i'm, I'm throwing the fastball i'm coming i'm coming right at you um, I think with the way that they're doing electrical, you know, electrical things, electric, you know, calling the pitches and doing everything, and the pitchers are going to say, "All right, Cliff and Austin, they got a game plan. We're gonna, we're not going to shake them off." I mean, I, I don't, think yeah. that, I don't think that happens very much. Um, even even high schools going down, going to that as well. I mean, I think uh, DH Conley Mills has an electric, you know, pitch calling now, so that that helps with the pace a lot. And I don't, I don't think it'll be that big of an issue. But there's some pitchers. You know, you look at some of those Yankees Red Sox games that took like <laughs> a half hour. Yeah, I mean because of timeouts and this and that and people going. That's that's not good for the, a game. I mean that that that's that's that makes kids fall asleep and not want to come back. So let's play some baseball. Let's get after it. And I think they're doing a great job of that. North Carolina on the docket for East Carolina, and the Tar Heels are four and one. They lost their opener and have won four straight. And uh, Brandon seemed to be hitting their 
stride here early on heading into this game this series because they won 14 to 2 on tuesday night 10 to nothing on wednesday night they beat radford and longwood in the midweek uh what do you know what do you think about this tar heel team that's rolling into town this weekend um well i mean i, I think they've done good the last few years getting uh fresh faces in uh, i was talking to uh true pirate great Corey thompson uh he's with me right now we're uh we're cooking some chickens at a, a work event but um me and Corey were talking like Carolina's always going to be Carolina. I mean, they're a good team. They recruit nationally. They do a great job. Um, they re- they do a good mix of the national recruiting and the local recruiting. And some people just want to go to Carolina. They're always going to be good, and they're always going to be prepared. I mean, when they changed coaches a couple of years ago, there wasn't a, oh, God, what do we do? I mean, it's, it's not like, you know, that they didn't have a good coach sitting there waiting. They have a great coach. Um, so I think they're going to be prepared. They're always going to know. Um, but I, I do not know – a whole lot about their weekend pitching. I mean, your Friday night starter's got to be ready to go, and they lost to Seton Hall. I mean, I don't think Seton Hall is a baseball powerhouse. I could be wrong, but I, I truly I think that those guys are going to come back and say, all right, got to get this squared away. But at the same time, you, you don't know. I mean, it's going to be very hot uh, all day long, and then there's going to be a front coming through, and I don't know what's going to happen with Saturday. I, I've been sort of away from the computer and away from everything. I don't know if we've adjusted times like softball has or not, but I don't know what's going to happen Saturday at all, but I think Friday night that guy's going to be ready to go, and ECU's going to be ready to go even more because I think they're ready to get after him. Talking to Brandon Manning on the Pirate Radio Live line, uh, Drew Meadows says the pitch clock is here to stay. Uh, all D1 schools must have uh, a clock visible by next season. That's interesting. I talked to Cliff Godwin Media Day about it and he said we will not have a clock this year visible i guess uh according to drew anyway that'll be a mandate next year i hadn't heard that so that is interesting uh brandon drew comes from a long line of umpires um, he's a great umpire he just moved back uh welcome back home drew uh he just uh moved back up here uh, he was at college of charleston doing a lot of work and okay. uh, i think he's going to try to be here local again which is great because he's a, a local baseball guy he's, yeah he's, um, i recognize the name uh, great guy uh, from craven county I'm also cousin to Coach Ryan Meadows. There you go. Uh, Brandon Manning joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. East Carolina and North Carolina will go at it. Two games scheduled here in Greenville Friday, Saturday, one in Chapel Hill coming up on Sunday. Brandon, uh, good stuff, man. Anything else? What, uh, when we can we get you in studio? Uh, next week, I'll be good to go for studio. Uh, this is sort of um, this was a, one, a once a year thing we do uh, with all my work buddies there's gonna be about 15 20 of us and we're hanging out in the greater green county area and uh talking talking what we do and how we can do it better so uh i think next thursday should be no problem getting me in there and brandon is happier than a hog in whatever a hog goes in sits in because uh it is baseball season and you've been waiting for this for a long time so you you just don't know i woke up i have a extra extra little pep in my step smiling <laughs> more it's great it's like chandler and you know when the hot dog eating contest comes on tv he's ready to go (laughs) all right i like it uh brandon thank you for your support of pirate radio every monday we have the farm bureau insurance uh ecu baseball recap you can call ecu grad brandon manning 531-1812 for a uh, free quote schedule a review he's got you covered and we'll be talking to him throughout this baseball season brandon i will see you next week buddy
Yes, sir. We'll see you guys out there uh, Friday evening. I don't know what I'm going to throw on the grill, but we'll have something. Ooh, might stop by. Brandon's always got a good tailgate going on out in the parking lot as well. Thank you, Brandon. There's Brandon Manning. Brandon's wife, Hannah. Maybe we don't need a song from Brandon. Brandon's wife, Hannah, says Start Me Up would be the song. And Chandler, uh, if we got to go a little Mick Jagger, I mean, I'll, I'll do it. Start me up! Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's it. You make Stop a grown man up. cry. You make an old man cry. We'll uh, we'll workshop it. We'll work on that. But uh, that could be the tune that we will be singing uh, when Brandon Manning comes to the uh, Pirate Radio Studios next week. Let's take another break. We'll come back when we return. We will hear from the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. Let you know what's going on tonight in hoops. We'll ask him just how good this Houston team is when it comes to going back to the final four maybe winning the whole thing this year who else does he like kind of under the radar teams and uh, we'll look at the schedule tonight on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck by the way the uh, pirates adding a run surely surely just got up i believe it's two nothing now ecu softball leading over Bucknell. we'll have a scoreboard update when we return on pirate radio live after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Our boy Robert uh, Skipper checking in. He says, hey, you got to beat Campbell. It should. Game is sometimes a drag. LOL. Clip, love you, bro bro skip is here thank you robert that was fun chuck says please no more singing chuck you know when people say please no more singing it kind of gets them to sing a little makes me want to sing a song to apologize to you for singing and so uh what song would you like to sing chandler um sorry i'm sorry so sorry i'm so sorry (laughs) give me a second chance i promise we won't sing anymore but guess what Surely uh, can. <laughs> I lied. We're gonna continue to sing. What's wrong with singing, Chuck? Singing makes me happy. I know, man. Like puts me in a good mood. You know the spirit of radio by Rush, where he talks about the magic music makes your morning mood. We need to do that. Uh, what we just did there, where I kind of had to like 
go with how you're singing. That's a Saturday Night Live skit yeah. on Weekend Update. We need to start doing that. That'd be fun. Well, uh, I'll add that to the things we probably won't ever do list. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Sweet. And that list is long. <laughs> uh one thing we will do is sing a whole lot chuck so you've come to the wrong place i have had in my mind i used to do a one-hour sports bar and then a two-hour sports bar and now i'm doing a three-hour pirate radio live if someone asked me to do four hours i'm just gonna end it all you do a four-hour pregame show oh my god you're right i do but i've all i want i wanted to do a sports bar musical where the whole show is just the songs like make a musical and i don't know how I, I just couldn't figure out how i would do it first of all i gotta have the actual music and like you can't just use anybody's old music or whatever so i need like an in-house piano player and symphony <laughs> and all that but like do interviews um scoreboard reads everything is a song the whole show the pirates are beating <laughs> Bucknell by two. Yeah, I like that. In the bottom of the fifth. So uh, maybe one day I can uh, put all those thoughts onto paper. I have a lot of thoughts, just not a lot of execution. <laughs> uh, but Chuck, if I do that, I will make sure I let you know first. You'll be the first one to know. Update on the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. ECU up 2-0 in the fifth inning. ECU softball ahead of Bucknell on the Buck scoreboard. Chad says, oh, he's referring to, uh, by the way, coming up on Friday, you can get a purple or gray or both Jungle Nation t-shirt. These look really cool. Our latest Pirate Radio shirt. You see our logo on the front. Jungle Nation with the number 23 outlined in bones on the back. Beginning at 11 a.m. at UBE. UBE! For a $10 donation to Mustache March for the fight against ALS, you can get a purple or gray Jungle Nation t-shirt. All sizes available. First come, first serve. I saw Chad on Twitter said, I know you say all sizes available, but what is the largest size you will have? Like, Are we going to have like 9XL? Hey, uh, hey, Blimp Boy. Dang, What, what size do you need? Blimp Boy. I swear I saw a 5X in the back. I know he got at least 3X. You saw a 5X? I think so. I don't know. Maybe my eyes were... Okay, then we do have all sizes. I know we have 3X, Chad. Maybe maybe bigger than that, but... Um, I think we got one that's like 12X. It's basically like a blanket <laughs> if you need an extra blanket. We've got a 13X, which we're currently using as a tarp. <laughs> We've got a 22X, which we have wrapped around the truck right now to protect it from the conditions. So uh, we got some big sizes for all the big boys out there like me because I'm a big boy. All right, uh, let's head out to, speaking of big boys, how about the big man on campus? (laughs) Come on. Come on. Come on now. Come on. He joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line talking hoops with Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports. Jeff, how you doing today, man? pretty good how are you hey doing great and uh big weekend here in at east carolina uh because north carolina is coming to town for uh two games for a two-game uh little series here for baseball they'll play game three sunday in chapel hill and then saturday night you've got the number one team in the country the houston cougars coming to Minji's coliseum jeff uh houston has pretty much rolled through 
the American one blemish, and that was against the Temple Owls. Lost that game by one point. Outside of that, their only loss uh, was to Alabama earlier this year, a six-point defeat to them. They've beaten Virginia. Um, non-conference, not great. Uh, beat Oregon, beat St. Mary's. I know you like that St. Mary's team. Uh, so what do you think about Houston uh, in the grand scheme of things when it comes to college basketball? Obviously, number one in the nation. How about their their roster and their ability to go to the Final Four and this time, you know, win the whole thing? What do you think about the Cougars? Uh, well, I think uh, it, it's as good as time as any. I mean, obviously, I don't think anybody's being told something they don't know. But, I mean, you look at the, the guard play with this team with Sasser and Shedd. Um, Jawan Roberts has really been the story for them. I mean, they, they've had some good bigs over the years, you know, Reggie Shaney and, and, and guys like that. But, you know, this Jawan Roberts, I mean, he's kind of a wing slash big that, that's really taken them to another level. He had a huge game uh, last night. I also like them on, on in, in the depth up, uh, kind of level. I mean, Sharp's been a good player for them, the freshman out of Tampa, Florida. Uh, he gives them kind of that dynamic guard to, to come in and spell Sasser or Shed. You know, and they're well coached. I mean, we all know how good of a coach uh, uh, Kelvin Sampson is. They have the best defense in America, arguably, in my opinion. They're the only team, a clip that I know of, that I really uh, want to back that is a top, to me, three and top uh, top three offensive defense in the country. So, hmm. yeah, great on the glass as usual. I think they're better offensively this year, though, than they've been in uh, in years past. I, I kind of put that group a, a bit higher than the ones in the year past. Looking forward to Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Menchie's Coliseum, East Carolina, taking on the Houston Cougars. Jeff, uh, looking at some games last night uh, here in the state of North Carolina. North Carolina had to come back. They had 19 points at halftime, ended up scoring 44 in the second half to beat Notre Dame. And uh, NC State puts up a 90 spot against Wake Forest. They are 22-7, and 12-6 in ACC play. Jeff, we've talked about State in the past and how they're kind of the redheaded stepchild here in North Carolina when it comes to Duke and, and UNC and basketball. State's the, the best team in our state uh, this year. They've got a, a local interest uh, to Quavion Smith, who will be in the NBA next year as a local kid right down the road. I uh, went to Farmville Central High School. Uh, it's been Jarkel Joyner uh, scoring all the points of late. But what do you think about Kevin Keats's team? I mean, are they a team that, with their guard play, uh, could they make a run come March? Yeah, I think they absolutely could. I mean, offensively, they're really good, as you kind of alluded to. Um, yeah, they put up some 90 spots a lot in, in conference. I will say, I think a lot of people don't really give the ACC enough credit. I mean, we all know that it's not you – know, these are the typical Duke and Carolina teams, though I think Duke's pretty good. I mean, Carolina's still talented. But you look at the rest of this conference. I mean, obviously, you mentioned NC State. Miami, I think, is one of the kind of the sleeper teams in March. Uh, Virginia – you know, Clemson really up until recently has been very good. Wake's been uh, much better. Pitt's uh, really solid. So I think you know, this is a conference that I think doesn't really get the love it probably should. Uh, NC State's been terrific. Um, you know, they occasionally have, I think the problem that I have with this group and, and, and why I, I, I'm, I'm skeptical at, at backing them long term is, Cliff, look, look at the one common theme with their losses. Can you spot it? Um, giving up a ton of points. <laughs> that and they don't win on the road very often. Ah, okay, away from home. You know, and and, and that's something that if if I see your schedule and I see a lot of losses on the road, I'm gonna have a hard time backing you on a neutral floor because 
you know, whether you want to believe it or not, it's a road game. You don't have that's why I don't like a lot of teams in the Big Ten come tournament time because there's such a top heavy home conference, the Big Ten, where you don't have those Piscataways or East Lansings or West Lafayettes or 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 or, or, or wherever. So it's it's hard. I, I want a team that's road tested and go on the road and, and get the job done. Yeah, that's a great point. And this year with so much parody I'd love to see it compared to previous seasons, but it does seem like night in, night out, if you back a home team, especially those home teams that aren't ranked, that are playing a ranked opponent, it seems like more times than not you're winning. So that's a good tool, to, I guess, to look at come March Madness, who has been good on the road away from their own building uh, when you're filling out your bracket this year. Looking forward to talking conference championships and, of course, the NCAA tournament down the road with Jeff Nadeau. we got a little uh, ways to go before we get there. Coming up tonight in Big Ten action, still weird for me, Jeff, to see Northwestern with a number beside their name, Northwestern, on the road at Illinois, and the Wildcats are ranked, and it was just a few years ago they made their first ever NCAA tournament appearance. Also tonight, uh, St. Mary's talked about them. Uh, I know you, you like them. They're big favorites tonight against Pacific. UCLA, a road favorite at Utah, and then uh, Gonzaga taking on San Diego. Those are the uh, ranked games coming up tonight. Jeff, uh, any any action you got going on this Thursday evening? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to kind of attack something that, that's worked for me. Um, bet me over in West Coast Conference games, really outside of St. Mary's games. I mean, th- this has been a continued just moneymaker. I was on Gonzaga's over on Saturday against Pepperdine. Uh, it was an easy winner. I mean, Cliff, we're not talking enough about Gonzaga over the last day. <laughs> Jeff, last week I asked you about Gonzaga. Who were they playing last Thursday? Do you remember? And I said maybe. Oh, it was uh, Loyola Marymount. And I said maybe do you you back the underdog here? You said no. Gonzaga's turning a corner. I think they won that game by like fifty, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, they were up. Uh, they had sixty-eight points to half. Yeah, um, they've scored ninety-six points a game over the last four games. I mean, this offense looked NBA like. Um, and, you know, look, it's interesting, Cliff, because, you know, I, I kind of mentioned this on Twitter earlier. This is all of a sudden a team that we haven't really talked much about. They're not a team that anyone's really paying attention to. You know, they lost to St. Mary's in overtime. Um, I feel like this is the year where I think they're going to probably surprise us the most. They still have the most efficient offense in America. Okay, again, no, no harm, no foul. If they chop free throws better, they'd have it by a wide margin. They would be almost perfect offensively, but – yeah, I mean, they're playing a team tonight in San Diego who has a lot of problems. This is one of the worst defensive teams in America. You don't really know who's playing on this team from a night-to-night basis for Steve Lavin. I mean, they have guys out half the time. Um, I think they're going to get pummeled tonight. You look at the last five games against San Diego. I believe Gonzaga scored 90 or more in every game. I kind of ha- this. I thought this total would be more at, like, 170. I don't know if you could put totals high enough with Gonzaga right now. And throw in the fact that, they're not a great defensive team. They also have St. Mary's on deck, so could be looking ahead a little bit. Um, maybe the defensive lapses aren't there. I kind of had this at like 96-71, something like that. I played the over here. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Jeff, uh, kind of putting you on the spot here, but i like to ask you this. Come, you know, we're, we're, next time we talk, it will be March. We'll be getting into conference tournaments. Uh, any teams off the radar that uh, – you like that you'll be kind of hoping they win their conference tournament so they can get to the big dance because you think they might could win a game or two in the tournament. Any of these smaller schools that you've been betting on this year, backing that uh, have given you success? Yeah, I'll throw you. A, I'll throw you a couple. I mean, I'll just say right out of the gate. I, at the end, I'll give you a thought on a team that I think absolutely can win the national title. All right. No one will talk about, but two teams that I, I'd really like to see in the NCAA tournament. 
I, I kind of mentioned it. South Dakota State's playing some great basketball. Will Roberts has kind of ran roughshod over that conference. But, you know, slowly but surely, I mean, South uh, Dakota State has won six games in a row. Uh, they look like the offense of old. Uh, they're really good offensively. They're not as good as the years past, but they're starting to really get going under uh, Eric Henderson out there and that conference. And I also will kind of keep highlighting the MAC. I think whether it's Kent State, whether it's Akron, or whether it's Toledo, I think they can all bring something to the table. Uh, Kowalczyk's uh, Toledo Rockets have won 12 straight games. Uh, they're on fire in this conference. They're running rough shot, and they can score, man. This is an offense that probably is the best offense you don't know about. Um, we watched them really early in the season in that Barstool Invitational. I saw them up close. I was in the locker room. Um, they're a really good group of guys, and they are really well coached. I think they're a team that if they can find the way into the NCAA tournament, I'm going to be interested in seeing who they get. Um, a team that I think can win the whole thing that I think has pretty much everything, one of my favorite teams in the history of college basketball clip is 2010 St. Mary's. I told people back then they would beat Villanova, the number two seed, and they did. I think St. Mary's this year, I think they have all what it takes to get to a Final Four. They're elite defensively. I think they're elite offensively. They play a pace that is just super difficult to beat. Um, and I think all of a sudden this year they're starting to get better athletes, uh, kids that almost can compete at the higher levels. Um, their guard plays as good as anybody in America. They've got length. Um, they, they have experience. They have cohesive continuity. I think St. Mary's is really good. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Barstool Sports here on Pirate Radio Live. Big man on campus got the sit-down podcast. Big man on basketball talking about the card uh, pretty much every day. You can check that out. And, Jeff, uh, what else you got cooking up? What uh, should we be on the lookout for? Um, a lot of stuff that I can't talk about actually right now, but we are working on something. I'm working on something with uh, two other people at Barstool that we're going to have out. I think probably closer to the uh, selection Sunday time. All right. um, I'm also working on something kind of a month or two down the road that, that's going to come out in the summer that uh, is really kind of different than, than anything I've ever done. So, yeah, I think a lot of cool things are coming, um, you know, just kind of enhancing my uh, abilities and, and kind of doing different things. So, um, yeah, I'm also going to do more um, collabing with my sit-down show with people at Barstool. I have um, I Portner coming on soon. I have – KB, uh, no swag coming on soon. Going to do different episodes and get people kind of in different elements than we know them for um, and just try to kind of get the most out of them. Yeah, I like it in the past when you've done things with uh, with Chief, with uh, yeah. Large. Like, anytime you can get a different personality in there, it's always interesting. So, looking forward to that. Keep up the good work, big man. Enjoyed it, man. Thank you, Cliff. I appreciate it. Talk to you next week. Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. we got to get a break in. we got to make you a winner and open up the bootay bag here on a Thursday. Boom, 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 boom. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Um, Chandler, what did we give away yesterday? All right. Shirley, what are we giving away today? $10 gift card to Familia. What caller are you looking for? I'm going to go with caller number six. All right. Caller six, 317-1250. As we head to break, East Carolina adds another run on the board. Pirate softball team leading Bucknell 3-0 in the sixth, I believe, Shirley. And Mike P said... Top of the seventh, heading into the top of the seventh. All right. There we go. 3 nothing. Bucknell, more like they suck now... Mike, that was offensive, and you're being canceled. We'll be back after this. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to John Carden of Winterville. Uh, picked up a $10 gift card to Familia. Familia is your place for great Italian food, whether it's great New York-style pizzas, homemade meatballs, lasagna, chicken parm, or the delicious homemade desserts. Familia is a winning play every time. For dine-in or takeout, make Familia your go-to play when you have a hungry team. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Thank you, Shirley. Did John happen to mention to you that I'm the 2023, I guess 2022, Pitt County Fantasy Football League co-champion? Uh, No, he did not. Okay. Maybe next time. Silverado. Thank you, John, for tuning in, and good luck to you, not named John, for uh, tomorrow when we have a Free Beer Friday giveaway for you right here on Pirate Radio Live. Last night, saw Nephew at the game. My guy. My guy. Say what's up to my guy. My guy. Rajay Harris and a lot. So it's not Raji? Yeah. Raja. I know. Or Raja. Okay. Okay. It's Rajay. All right, Rajay. We saw uh, my guy at the game last night and a lot of other football players, which was cool to see. Chandler, we also saw posted up baseline Ezra, uh, RJ. Asar. Also, um, uh, Jaden was there. And it was just cool to see other Pirate student athletes supporting the ECU women's basketball team. You said that last year when we saw Keaton Mitchell being one of the biggest ECU baseball fans mm-hmm. during that super regional run. This it, year, Deontay Johnson out there. Deontay Johnson's already showed his support with Cam Clonch and that video that went viral uh, on Twitter. But I, like you, Clip, you've said this, and it does me too. It warms my heart to see other athletes support other athletic programs at ECU. To go to the – not just – you know, it's easy for them to tweet it out, to see a score and tweet it out and say, awesome job. But for them to go to the games and actually support their, their I guess, their classmates and their yeah. peers uh, is really cool to see. And we like, there was a – big group of pirate football players yeah. uh in attendance last night in Menji's to see the women knock off houston win number 20 and after the game kim mcneil uh was emotional and uh was asked by the espn plus crew why so emotional after that big win triple overtime last night against houston why so much emotion for you tonight what about this win this crowd the administration opening it up for it to be free for everybody I mean, when have you ever seen a women's basketball game at ECU this crowded and this loud? I mean, it's just, I'm just so proud of this team, and I'm so happy to be the head coach here at ECU. Kim McNeil there. I hate that we missed the comeback, but I knew it was going to happen. Why? Because that's what they do. Mm -hmm. They dominate the fourth quarter. 
and they did it again last night outscoring houston by seven points in the fourth quarter and then it took them to triple overtime to finally secure the win uh but they did it that is win number 20 that is uh they are i believe i've seen conflicting reports here and i've not crunched the numbers myself they can finish no worse than third i've also seen some places say they've locked up second place so they're going to be either second or third in the american tournament that will earn them a first round bye. really good seed that means they'll stay away from usf until the championship game if they can take care of business and uh it means kim mcneil should be named the aac women's coach of the year because the pirates were picked last heading into the league i even looked at you last night i said i mean she's got to be coach of the year right and you were like, oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, because if you're picked to finish last in a preseason poll and then you've shown the effort and the heart and the success that Kim McNeil and her ball club has shown this year to, I mean, potentially lock up second place in the tournament to get a first-round bye and to pretty much, you know, defy the odds, um, she's got to get that, that award. And, I mean, she most definitely deserves it. Uh, she mentioned the crowd. The crowd was awesome last night. We yeah. were there, and I just couldn't imagine the crowd later in the game in those three overtimes, and especially when the when the horn sounded uh, for the final when ECU knocked off Houston. I mean, other than maybe those education games, I know, Shirley, you've done PA for those, and that gets loud in there with a bunch of elementary kids. But, I mean, besides those, that has to be one of the biggest and loudest crowds for an ECU women's basketball uh, game that that program has seen in quite a while. So, Let's continue the success, and I think the people will continue to pour into Menjis and, and support this uh, women's basketball program. Well, it's like the old baseball saying goes, if you build it, they will come. And Kim McNeil has been building this thing since she got here. Her calling card has been defense, and I have had a chance uh, at times to be courtside, to be able to watch uh, her kind of lay the foundation and uh, the uh, brickwork, so to speak, uh, of of this program, and I have, you know, I've been able to watch this just kind of slowly, you know, build that momentum, and it has been awfully fun to watch uh, this year. I mean, the last couple of years, they, you know, they can be really, really frustrating because you know that they're playing their tails off, and sometimes it just doesn't show up in the uh, win loss column. Uh, in a positive way but this year you're you're starting to see the fruits of her labor as far as what she's been able to build here it feels like they're here to stay and it's not absolutely fluky you yeah know? yeah uh yesterday shirley on the show uh we asked p mace because he said that ecu is up there in the country as far as forcing turnovers as is houston mm-hmm. and i said so over under 32 and a half combined turnovers he said oh, over. It's going to be over. Way over, over yeah. Final tally on turnovers last night? 61. Yeah, doubled it. Just about doubled it. <laughs> 61 turnovers. You had, you had, let's see, six Pirates uh, with at more than two, with two or more steals in the game last night. Amaya Joyner, by the way, five blocks in the game last night for the pirates but uh yeah great win now they got that weird deal we talked about with kim mcneil when she joined us earlier this week they'll play their regular season finale this weekend on the road and then have to wait for like a week and a half to play another game so and kim mcneil said she would finish out the regular season and then come up with the plan 
and uh, they're going to have to keep the girls active. One thing, they'll definitely be fresh for the conference tournament, but she said she'd rather keep playing, uh, stay hot. But she'll have to uh, figure that out after they play their regular season finale this weekend. Well, you know, when you're in basketball season, you're, you're, you're focused. You have a routine. You have um, your mentality is, okay, the next game, what are we doing here? You know, you're scouting the next team. You're kind of figuring out, you know, what players you want on the floor at certain situations, things like that. Then when you have a break, as long as, a, you know, you're going to have after the end of the season before the tournament starts, you know, I mean, look, these are kids. They're still kids, and they're college students. Even though they're student athletes, they're still college students. Their mind is going to start to wander a little bit because, you know, it's that break time. And uh, so I kind of understand where, yeah, you're out of your routine, and and sometimes that can throw you off your game. So I I certainly understand where uh, Coach McNeil uh, is coming from as far as wanting to keep that momentum and keeping them locked in because they have been all season long and you certainly don't want them to uh, not be that way heading into the tournament because you have a legitimate chance to really make some noise in that conference tournament. No doubt. Let's uh, let's take our final break. We'll come back. You're ready to wrap things up here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was up 108 points, finished out the day at 33,153. NASDAQ was ahead 83 at 11,590. S&P was up 21 points and closed out at 4,012. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing. Uh, Contact Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. And now here's Clip. All right, everybody, close your left eye. Now, close your right eye, immediately open it back up, close it again, open it back up, close it again, open it back up. That is called a wink, and that's what we do when Shane Winkler and the ECU softball team picks up a victory, which they have done 3-1 to one over Bucknell. All I do is wink, wink, wink. No, no matter, matter what, what, got winking on my mind. Uh, that is a happy score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. All right. Uh, we will see you Friday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you then. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.